Get ready to hear some noise tonight. You're just seconds away from Let's Go Blues Radio. No doubt about it, eh? You're listening to Kurt, Bill, and Jeff on Let's Go Blues Radio, the original St. Louis Blues hockey fan podcast. Take it away, boys. Come on, St. Louis hockey fans, stand up and cheer. The Blues are back strong. This is our year. It's the Blues turn now. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Yeah, it's the Blues turn now. With that Al McKenna slap shot, you know we can't lose. Let's do that hockey. Come on, St. Louis! All over the hockey universe, the note is the news. It's a frigid Tuesday, March 5th, 2019, across the river from St. Louis this evening, uh, which Bill and I normally are, but uh, the third wheel of our twosome. (laughs) What? I don't know. (laughs) That was an on-the-fly makeup bullshit thing. You had so much time to prep for that. I, I, yeah, but I did not. And oh, cho- I chose not, like the rest of my life, I procrastinated. All right, why don't we start over? I had, I had nine weeks to work on it, did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to Season 7, Episode 38 of Let's Go Blues Radio. This is franchise episode number 171 all time. Uh, your hosts, myself, Kurt Price, co-pilots Bill Day and Jeff Ponder are both in studio this evening. Uh, yes, we're all in the same room. The band is back together. This is exciting. This is this is what <clears throat> dreams are made of. <laughs> <laughs> to interact with us or the show on social media, follow the show on Twitter at LGB Radio is the show's account. My account is at Kurt Price. Bill's is at Billy Blue Note, and Jeff's is at JPonder94. Follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, and the website is Let's Go Blues.com. Uh, please check out the Let's Go Blues.com shop for shirts, mugs, and stickers. Um, and if we have time later, we'll open up the show for listeners to join us on the air to talk some hockey. Um, gentlemen, how are you this evening? I'm, hey, I'm warm. Jeff's here. <laughs> Always keeping my friends warm. That's what I do. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's, it's great to have you in studio. Um, yeah, but don't wear shoes next time. <laughs> yeah, I, I learned something tonight. I learned that that Bill comes over here, uh, and he doesn't wear shoes. He wears slippers. What do you do in the like the the warmer months? Do you do you at least put shoes on then? Uh, Flip flops. Flip flops. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I'll allow that. Yeah, the slippers is a little weird. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Kurt's got you know hard tile upstairs and hardwood, and if I the whole house is hard. Right. If, <laughs> that's what hard she carpet. Said. Hard walls. Hard hosts. Hard water. <laughs> Troy's got a lot of hard water. Yeah. Uh, damn, it does. But no, it's it seemed like, you know, especially when we do shows on Tuesday night, it I, you know, if I wore the shoes I wear to work over here, it makes a lot of, a lot of noise on the floor. And I don't want to wake his kids. Our, our riveting shoe talk. That's, well, that's that's what all the midnight visitors that Kurt has, they, they all say that too. That's why they wear slippers. Well, yeah. Or socks. It's, it's socks. Just wear right. socks. Yeah it's, yeah, it's it's the unspoken rule in Kurt's house. If you come over after 9 o'clock, don't wear shoes. No, don't wear shoes. Smart wools only. 
Okay. Well, very particular. That's my yeah. bad. Next very time I will come shoeless. Smartwool socks. Yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you worn Smartwool socks before? Oh, they're I, the I best. They are amazing. They are the best. Yeah. They wick sweat and moisture away from your foot. Can I? Uh, can I? Can I maybe take some home with me as a souvenir no, no, from I, the I, show? I, I need all six pair that I have. Oh, okay, never mind. Uh, are you a Sam's Club member? I am. The, they have knockoff. Uh, their Omni Wool socks. Same thing. Pretty awesome. Much, pretty much. Yeah. If Sam's would like to sponsor <laughs> Let's Go Blues Radio, you can email us at Let's Go Blues <laughs> dot no, <laughs> NHL. Just shut up. Shut up. Dot Kurt Price. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jeff's new to computers. <laughs> uh, the official beers of episode 171. Uh, Bill. As I tweeted out recently, <laughs> so I am going with the uh, Matter Familias, a play on Potter Familias, obviously. It's a Mother's Brewing uh, Imperial Stout aged in multiple alcohol barrels, bourbon. Brandy, rum, what else we got? Rye, yeah. So it's got an interesting flavor. Um, I'm I'm getting a lot of either brandy or rum in this. So, <laughs> um, in the YouTube chat, a Hawaii blues fan has joined us and says, "Hey guys, hey guy, is it? it it's, it's like me saying, hey Kurtz." <laughs> <laughs> he also says, uh, "I can't wait." I can't wait. Do you guys uh, start throwing shit at each other? Like actual what, shit? Are we monkeys or, in a cage? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Is he? Are we at the zoo? Oh, oh hey, I, that hit the microphone. I could. It, that was loud and clear. You hit me. It was. Uh, I could hear that. I, that you hit blind, me so hard it hurt Kurt. That was a blind shot. Like I, I was looking at Kurt when I threw it off the foam, yeah. uh, the foam yeah. screen on the microphone. This, you guys are a bunch of animals. Hey, we're taking listener requests off the bat. And a Hawaii Blues <laughs> fan. Oh, he posted his Twitter handle. We, we can't allow that guy in the YouTube chat. That's you, get, that's, you owe us a dollar for that. His, uh, his Twitter <laughs> handle is at uh, shitthrowerstl. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> uh, Bob Rakowski says, uh, tuned in for the hockey, stayed for the slippers and socks. <laughs> <laughs> we we want to keep you entertained. Jeff. Well, you, uh, you had mentioned that you have brandy in that drink you have there. Uh, you should probably stop hitting the microphone. I probably should. But <laughs> you should start, you know, ta- you should have... start talking into yours. You're oh, looking hello. that way. And you're hello. Talk- hello. You, should, you should probably just hello. hold the microphone. Hello. I have 50% less space than <laughs> I do. Is this better? Do. That's much better. I'm, okay. So That's much, how I'm going to do it the rest of the time. So much sexier. Uh, hello. Hello. Let's go Blues Radio. This uh, all right. Show's uh, over. So now we... Uh, uh, have you ever made eggnog with... Brandy before cherry brandy specifically. I have not. It's fantastic. Yeah. Next Christmas. Yeah. I, uh, you know what? I can't tell that story because it involves uh, where you work. So you know what? I'll, I'll tell the story off air. Okay. But I, I got a good story for you involving your job and uh, although, and uh, cherry brandy. All the listeners are like, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sounds like oh. a good story. Yeah. <laughs> it's it really sound, not. Trust this me. Does sound very interesting. <laughs> Thank you for bringing in the Milky Way minis, Bill. That pairs nice with my... Oh, go ahead, Jeff. Go with your beer. Oh, yeah. So I got one, like I said on uh, Twitter. I'm not sure if you can buy this in St. Louis, but uh, first time I'd ever seen it. Uh, have you guys ever seen this one before from Boulevard? No. The KC Pilsner uh, Lager. Pils Lager, I guess, is actually what it's called. Uh, I don't know. It's good. It's pretty good. Um, I went to the uh, Boulevard Brewery over the weekend over in uh, Kansas City and, and did myself a, a little tour. Enjoyed it. Very you cool. Did yourself a salad. I didn't do myself it's a salad. The, it's with the, not the kids. It's with the, 
what mid twenties are saying nowadays. Yeah, they're probably thirties, thirties by now. Okay, sorry. Yeah, and they're probably not saying it anymore. I am way behind. Yeah, that I don't think I've ever said that. They're that 30s. guy that's trying to be cool in the office, but yeah, isn't. that would be Kurt. Yeah, I don't have to try. <laughs> Just comes natural, right? Yeah, you guys take notes. Okay, <laughs> we will do that. But no, if you're ever on uh, Kansas City, out, out Kansas City way, uh, definitely uh, you should check out the Boulevard Brewing. Uh, uh, brewery tap room. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, no, it was great. Uh, they had a lot of great samples, uh, stuff I never had before, and uh, uh, very cool. It's about uh, about a half hour tour, and uh, got to see. They basically claimed that they brought craft beer to the Midwest. I don't know if that's true or not, but Boulevard? that's what they kind of claim in their... What, what year did they start? 1989. See, Schlafly yeah. was before that. No. No, I think Schlafly was 90... Oh, were they? Yeah, 91, 92. Schlafly was first in St. Louis. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that would make sense. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what they claim, and I have no reason not to believe them, I guess, but I uh, thought that was interesting. Yeah, Boulevard makes some good shit. I, yeah. I used to be a big fan of their uh, unfiltered wheat. that they. Uh, oh, that's good I stuff. I drink that a lot. That was the actually that was the first wheat beer I ever had. First pale ale I ever had was Boulevard. That's hmm. salad for pale ales. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mine is uh, my beer is uh, the Sam Adams cherry wheat. Wheat wheat. <laughs> whip. <laughs> Did you say whip? Cool whip. Cool whip. <laughs> I said whip. Say it again. Say whip. I said whip. Cool. Oh, stop acting weird. Cool. There's not even an H in that one. <laughs> stop acting weird. Uh, today in blues history, courtesy of the at STL Blues History Twitter account, March fifth, two thousand, uh, March fifth, nineteen ninety one, the St. Louis Blues trade Jeff Courtnall, Robert Dirk, Sergio Mameso, Cliff Ronning, and or for Dan Quinn and Garth Butcher, the Blues were declared the winner of this trade by the Hockey News. I didn't know that until uh, uh, the uh, STL Blues History. Posted the. Uh, I think we can all agree with that, right? I mean, they clearly <laughs> won that trade. <laughs> um, at the time, I hated the trade. I, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I I think a lot of people hated the trade at the time. I think people were kind of like intrigued by Butcher, and uh, you know, Quinn Alka Quinn Quinn helped the power play, but and Butcher was the tough guy that Brian Sutter had to have. Yeah. Um, and Sutter and this was Sutter's deal. That from everything I heard, Sutter wanted this trade. So yeah, he wanted the toughness on the back end of, yep. of Butcher, and for some reason, Dan Quinn we thought was going to be this prolific scorer. And no, Dan Quinn sucked. He was terrible. Well, he played what fourteen games for the Blues. Yeah, but he, he destroyed was, us in '86. He was good before he came here. Um, and the thing is, after this trade, the Blues went winless in the next six. Whew. After that, they think? won the last seven to end the season. I mean, and so, okay, we figured it out. Seven in a row in the playoffs, and then they were down 3-1 against Detroit. And that was the series they came back and won in seven. And then they lost to the Stars in the second round. So a very you, – you really can't get any more roller coastery uh, after that trade. Lose six, win seven, get down 3-1 in the first round, then come back and win the first round in seven games, and then lose in the second round. That's nuts. Yeah. That's pretty bad. And, I and mean, it's really set the table. I mean, obviously, Pavel Bure uh, was the star of the team, but the 94 Canucks go all the cup finals on the back of Cliff Ronning and, right. you know, and uh, Jeff Courtnall. Man, yeah. that was that was a heck of a, a trade for them. I yeah. mean, I, I was talking to a Canucks you know, fan about that, and, and 
Tune in for the summer interviews or summer series when I have a Vancouver Canucks personality on. We will talk about that trade because they talk about that as being one of the greatest trades of all time. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's hilarious because, yeah, it's the exact opposite for Blues fans. I, uh, that's, oh, that, and we, we, you know, we gave players to Vancouver and they went to the finals, gave players to Calgary, they won the cup. Um, granted, we got Hall in the deal, but still, you know, yeah. giving them, uh, uh, what was it uh, 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 Ramage and uh, Wamsley and yeah. um, Gilmore was the separate trade, wasn't it? Or was Gilmore was uh, yeah, that was that was after? Yeah, that was yeah. after. Yeah, or Jeez, before? Bro. It was before. Before Hall? Yeah, yeah, I think it was yeah. before. Hmm. So, so what's yeah, the, what's we're the wor- great at making other teams? Oh, I know contenders. Oh, yeah. other teams love us, and the Blues yeah. have made some good trades. Just and it just, it just things didn't work out in the playoffs. But right. I, I, uh, I want to ask you guys what. Since you said that this is the that this trade that trade was the best trade in Vancouver Canucks history, or they talk about it like that. So, what's the worst trade in Blues history? Is it that one? Is it it's Pronger? That, it's that one or Pronger and Brewer. Um, don't want to confuse that with Pronger and Shanahan because I no. I think that turned out to be a good trade at the time. That w- we were pissed off. Yeah. Everyone was pissed off. But uh, I Shanahan was my favorite player. Shanahan was awesome. Yeah, uh, and I. I was I was I was torn because I was ticked he left, but then I knew we were getting a badass defenseman eventually. You know what I mean? Right. So badass defenseman coming off a of DUI. Right. Not sure if he's get a stick of the right. One the of one of my favorite stories that I ever heard about uh, the Blues. And I think this might have been in the that 2001 book they released. I can't remember for sure, but they. Uh, they, Chris Pronger said that he had a, a particularly bad game shortly after being traded. I'm sure you guys have heard this story. And uh, Mike Keenan pulled him into his office. And basically all he said to him was, do you know what I fucking traded for you? <laughs> and that was it. That was all he needed. And it motivated him. And all of a sudden he's a Hall of Fame defenseman. As much as he hate Mike Keenan, yeah, I guess I, he made the right move there. Um, well, I can see where he gets scared the shit out of a kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's the Joe Mullen trade too. Oh to, yeah, uh, uh, the prolific goal scorer, the 500 goal scorer eventually. Yeah. Um, Little for- plug to the site you're using there, Kurt. Uh, I've mentioned on the show before. Great site, NHLTradeTracker.com. They have every single trade in NHL history up there. It's uh, you can search by player by team. Uh, I found that a couple of years ago when I was in the media, and it's like, oh, whoa, who was in that trade? Discovered that site. Holy cow! Yeah, I just typed it's in a game changer. Joe Mullen Blues trade. You never and, been uh, there before? No, I've been there before. Yeah. Okay. I just, yeah. I just did. I didn't. I didn't want to. I, I didn't want to. I googled it instead. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to type in NHL trade tracker and then search on that side. Well, it's they like, they have a list there on the right worst trades yeah. in NHL history or whatever. And the the there's a couple blues ones on there. Yes, the the, the pronger <laughs> trades on there. Yep. And so, uh, but yeah, so we yeah we moved uh, Mullen, Terry Johnson, and Rick Wilson for Eddie Beers, Charlie Bourgeois, and Gino Cavallini. Oh, that's a great trade. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's a great trade for the mid-80s blues fans. Uh, well, yeah, because people... Oh, I love Gino Cavallini, and he was fine. But I, mean, he, I mean, but... he's we, he was, we acquired three mullets in that trade. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Mullen has a very curly head of hair. I don't think he had a mullet, so I think we won that trade. <laughs> so if you go through that, uh, that worst trades tab, there's a couple ones that a lot of people are saying now, worst in... NHL history, possibly the Philip Forsberg trade. That's right there on top. 
Yeah. Martin Erat and Michael Lotta for Philip Forsberg. Yeah. Look Yikes. what that guy turned out to be. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, another good one that I always liked was uh, Andrew Raycroft goes to the Toronto Maple Leafs for the rights to Tuka Rask. Great deal there, Brian Burke. Good job, buddy. Yeah. Uh, as far as Blues trades, though, I mean, you got to... I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard. It's a toss-up between those two, me, I think. To me, it's the Pronger trade. Yeah. I, I, I've always hated this trade here because I think it kind of derailed that team. Yeah. Uh, but the Pronger trade set this... I mean, essentially, it was part of a sell-off, but that was like the one that broke this team's back for years, I think. I, yeah. It just... That 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 team that trade screwed up this team for a long right. time. Ripped the heart and soul out of the team. I yeah. wish that we had a podcast back then. The podcasts were even a thing. Were they even a thing back in 04? No. Um, but no, I wish that there was because I I remember thinking the minute the trade went down after I, I woke up. Well, I remember in the morning I woke up because I think it happened overnight. I woke up, checked out TSN. That was before you got instant trade alerts. And uh, I saw the trade, sat back in my chair. First thought in my head is, Al McKinnis retires, and you trade the other good defenseman on your team. Yeah. And That all, makes no sense. All we heard was, I mean, because Brewer had a pretty good career yeah, up to that point. He was fine. He was, he was, he was, he was a, a Team Canada. He was a, he was a good player. He was top I, five draft pick, wasn't he, for the Islanders? Uh, number four, I think. Yeah. So he, I mean... We thought, okay, well, if we had to move Pronger, at least we got a good player back. Mm-hmm. And that did not pan out whatsoever. Well, and then when Brewer was shit and they realized it, it was, well, the uh, backbone of this trade was Jeff Woywitka. And yeah. that guy was one of the worst <laughs> damn defensemen yeah. I've ever seen. God, he was terrible. Well, it wasn't Brewer's fault. It was the goaltending. Right, of and course. The, and the forwards and the back checking. It was... Mm-hmm. Um, right. It was always somebody else's fault. Patrick Aleem's fault for sure. Jason Bakashi. All the games that Bre- that Brewer lost, it was only There's it was one nineteenth his fault. Are we going to start naming Blues goalies again? We're just Tom Barrasso. <laughs> We're just going to name Ooh, drop Tom Barrasso. <laughs> name drop Blues goalies all night long. Yep. <laughs> That's like what was the old uh, uh, NHL um, uh, ESPN show where or no, it was uh, the the original. Um, Wyshynski and Jeff Merrick podcast, oh. Random Penguins. They would just oh yeah, that was a people good one. would tweet it and throw in Random Penguins. Yeah, that was yeah. fun. So uh, that's, so that's what we got to do. Random Blues goalies. We talked about the worst Blues trade. Let's try and be a little positive. What's the best trade in Blues history that you could think of? Dimitri. It, yeah, so say that's that's I the mean, one that comes to mind. That, I mean, that's Christer that, Olson. Yeah, Christer Olson Dimitri. for Dimitri. That, I mean, that's yeah. the that's that's the one that jumps out at me. I mean, um, the uh, the the trade of. Uh, can't even remember the guy's name. The we we uh, flipped basically our 2012 top pick for Tarasenko, David Runblad. David Runblad, who had a cup of coffee with the Coyotes and the Blackhawks, Black and yeah. is back in Sweden now. Yep, um, I think that's pretty damn good. That's one, a good one. At uh, least au courant. Yeah, uh, there's another one that just escaped me. Brian Elliott for the uh, pick that got us Cairo. Hmm? That's a good one. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah. <laughs> And it gave us Jake Allen, the starting goalie. <laughs> That's, uh, that trade is good on multiple levels because then Allen gets the number one, and then we get Kyrie. There was another one that that, that I and we unload the you know the best modern day goalie we've had. You know, under <laughs> uh, please let's not talk about this. I don't want to be upset. I don't want. How do you feel about the Ryan Miller trade? Uh, that's what the uh, uh, yeah. Hawaii Blues fan guy said in yeah. the YouTube chat. He goes, uh, "The Ryan Miller trade, and as best or worst." 
I assume it means worst. Worst, yeah. But well, I, the thing, I, the, the I, thing I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it up there as as near the worst because at the, I mean, it didn't pan out. Right. But it was it was a gamble. It was a gamble, and uh, I know I know Bill's a Halak fan. I I I don't. We didn't give up a lot. What Ott, uh, uh Halak and Ott. No, we got Ott. We got Ott. We got Chris Stewart. Yeah, Stewart. Chris Stewart I and couldn't, William Carrier. I couldn't stand Stewart. I hated that man with a passion. And uh, and I, and I actually I actually uh, uh, w- I wanted uh, Elliot to get more starts and and moving Halak. I thought, well, we got Elliot. So anyway, so I mean, I was fine with that trade. It didn't pan out because Miller didn't play well. But I mean, yeah, and then left as free agent and didn't. Right. Yeah. I just think, I but mean, that was the as writing, far as, was, writing was on the wall for that as, anyway. As far as what we gave up, I don't think we gave up a lot. No, I mean, no but no. it was just a, to me, it was just a pointless trade. It's it, it was just, it the need, it did not need to be done. Right. It. it not even to get five percent better. <laughs> well, if you get five well, percent better, right? Right. Exactly. Think about it this way too, and and I know you guys might agree with me here. It also gave us Steve Ott for the next four years. And I'm sorry, I was not a Steve Ott fan. Not I still player. not. Not as a player. Yeah. You know, I, mean, as a, I mean, yeah, as a coach, I'm sure he's He's fine, a, he's a good example. As a player, I did not like Well, him. I think he was past his prime when he came here. I think right. I think if we had had him, you know, six years prior, different story. But mm-hmm. he's a good example of a guy that you absolutely can't stand when you play against, but you love him when he's on your team. When he got here, I didn't love him on our team. No, but I didn't but he wasn't the player he was before, yeah. so that's not really he a fair wasn't statement. he wasn't well, going to put that, up shorthanded goals. The thing that drove me crazy about Hitchcock goals. was the fact that that the only thing I thought he truly brought to the team was he was decent at faceoffs. He always played left wing. Mm-hmm. Hitchcock wouldn't play him at center. Uh, YouTube, I, I, YouTube chat guys, uh, Jake Allen's mask says Minnesota just tied it up against Nashville. That fucking game better not go to overtime. It will. God damn it. It always does. The one that I went to overtime between Nashville and Minnesota, didn't it? No. Yes, it did. Two nights ago. Or yeah, la- or, yeah two nights ago. Third. Pause publicity. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we, uh, we <laughs> lost our... What country do you think this is? Pause publicity. <laughs> Uh, we lost <laughs> our NBCSN feed, so we're watching the uh, French, the RDS broadcast of the Montreal LA game. That's French for your lapers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was going to say, uh, getting back to trades real quick. Good trade for the Blues. One that I think kind of like cemented the team was uh, Scott Mellonby for David Morissette. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you who we traded for uh, Mellonby. To that David was, Morissette. That, that, yeah, okay. And I don't think he even played in the NHL. Alanis's brother. Oh yeah. yes, yeah. <laughs> I I think he actually does some Canadians some work on the Canadian. Oh, does he really? Yeah. I think he originally wrote ironic too. Melling was a Melling was a was a good that was a good acquisition. He was a <laughs> Melling was a nice solid player. He was a good solid player. No, he went for the Blues. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I think towards yeah. the end of his career, he forgot how to skate. But <laughs> well, w- that run in two thousand one, that was exactly what the Blues yeah. needed. Why does yeah. why, why do players seem to get fat out of shape and and they just can't skate when they, at the end of their career? It's like. It's like, okay. <clears throat> yeah, or the, the the jerseys get huge, and they just the, their equipment gets huge. I'm like, my god, you guys have gotten big and just can't skate anymore. Why are you out there? Yeah, Melanie <clears throat> though. I mean, the prime of his career was Florida, the Cup run they won. Oh yeah, yeah, the rat season, the rat yep. trick. Yeah, yeah. Rat trick. Uh, 1994, <laughs> part two, part two of uh, today in Blues history. We're still on this. Yeah. Uh, 1994, today's date, March 5th. Peter Nedved signed as a free agent. There's an offer sheet uh, by the St. Louis Blues on March 5th. The move was a fiasco from the start. 
and he has a uh, this is uh, STL Blues History's quote. Uh, it's from ST, uh, from and he's got the uh, the article from STL today on there. So by the late great Dave Luking. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Right. Were you guys late? A, uh, Great. Huh? Didn't he pass? Is he still? Is he still? No. Who? Who died? <laughs> no. It, who's the other guy? Dave. Um, we're sorry. <laughs> no. There was another guy that recently, uh, Canadian uh, blues, um, blues beat writer that just passed. Oh. Um, God, we're horrible. He does Mount, Luking does Mount City Sports. Yeah. Right yeah. Now. Luking's yeah, still no. around. Sorry, I Dave. Say. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> say, I got to know Dave pretty well. <laughs> yeah. Who, who was it? It was. Oh, uh, you're talking about uh, uh, Larry Wiggy. Yes. Yes. Larry Wiggy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wiggy. Same era. Oh, Larry Wiggy was. My I used to read his stuff in the Hockey News. Ah, yeah. he was my inspiration. I loved him. Yep. Uh, but no, Dave is still with us, still yes. alive and kicking. Were you guys an Edvin fan? I loved the deal at the time. I, like, did I was too. I was super excited about it just because you know the Blues were making a push to get a highly sought after free agent who it was kind of an unknown how good he could be, but he was an international talent. And we didn't have a lot of that back in those days. We were used to Vitaly Karamnov and Vitaly Prokhorov. And uh, I mean, uh, who was, who was the other guy uh, died in the, uh, oh, the locomotive crash? Uh, Korolev. 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 Yeah. Who yeah. wound up being the best of the three yeah. missions that we brought over. And Prokhorov was supposed to be the best. I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They talked and about he, him a Prokhorov lot. Prokhorov did yeah. nothing. No, he yeah. was not Karamnov exciting. did a little more than Prokhorov. And uh, Korolev, number. he did. And uh, Korolev had an, uh, Korolev had a nice career. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He really Blackhawks, did. Blues. Uh, he was still playing up until he was like forty, wasn't he? I don't know. He had a number with the Blackhawks. Well, and there's we're talking about Peter Nedved. That guy yeah. was still playing what 2014, 2015. I mean, yeah. that guy was forty three and he was on the Olympic roster. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I liked, I liked the, I liked the acquisition. I, I liked him. I, I mm-hmm. thought he was, I thought he was a good player. Yeah, and. Uh, he, it was a f- uh, they signed him for four million over three years. <laughs> it seems like nothing though. Yeah, yeah. Um, signing bonus was six hundred fifty k, plus nine hundred thousand dollars salary for this season, which was in ninety four. Yeah, <clears throat> that era, the uh, Jack Quinn, Mike Shanahan, they they made some moves. They wheeled and dealed, right? And, and they got they, in trouble, right? They got in a lot of trouble. The league, the league really Hated punished them. the Blues. For and years, for for opening free agency with and Scott Stevens, Quinn is the reason that we got fucked in the in the Stevens mm, Shanahan, our, right. the Stevens deal, right. signing Stevens because he left the paper trail that was found and dumbass. Oh yeah, shred that shit. I'm man. Pre- I, I'm I, I, I'm fuzzy on the details because I remember listening to this on the radio on Cam Wex. I was driving home from what year was that? I was driving home from somewhere. Strip club. It might have been probably. <laughs> Chances are yes. He if you play the, the odds, men's, <laughs> men's, men's bathhouse. Uh, no, Dottie's Body Shop, just north of Fairview Heights. <laughs> Left side of One Fifty Nine going north, <laughs> about a mile, <laughs> about a mile or so. <clears throat> I think Stonewall's there now. Something that's close to it. It's it? close to it. Yeah, it's close to it. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I remember them saying that about uh, Quinn and uh, about leaving a paper trail, and pretty sure that Quinn. When he was caught, or he turned the blues in, or something, he fucked over the blues somehow. I mean, he like ratted somebody out, or when he was questioned about it, he like spilled his guts and basically screwed the team over. Yeah. And, I mean, it was his fault in the first place. But and Mike Shanahan, you know, he was he was also not afraid of taking business risks, like right. backdating stock options and getting fined by the SEC. And yeah, he, yeah. 
But uh, he he's generally loved by the average fan, though, mm-hmm. because I mean, Dave, you, you try to win, you try Dave. to win, and you love, you know, you loved. So, yeah, they tried. They did. Oh, they tried hard. Yeah, I think a lot. Most of the owners have tried hard. Right, I think so. Uh, real hard. Uh, it's, it's interesting. How, we've we haven't had an ownership in a long time that uh, was like, eh, it was, we're gonna we're was, cutting salary and we're just we're we're just gonna go middle of the road. We well, that had was in a long time. that was Bill Lurie after he didn't get his NBA uh, right. Franchise. That right. was well, he was trying to sell the team too. Right. That was that was different. I think right. after he found out he wasn't getting an NBA franchise, right. that was the last was time. Done. But that was a different situation where he wanted to sell the team. I think right. an ownership that was like right. in it still. Right, and Purina they wanted... was the last ownership, right? Yeah, I get. Yeah, yeah. They, oh my god, and then that was Harry Ornest. Yeah, Purina ended up being people either love or hate Purina, and uh, talk about this last week, I think. Yeah, about yeah, because they saved the team, and then yeah. they almost lost. <laughs> set the team yeah. packing. God, it's such right. a Victor Mete avec la bue. Ah. <laughs> Montreal is up one nothing against LA, so we're watching that game. Yeah. And I can oh well, at least the uh, French numbers are the same as English, so I can it's one nothing. What, <laughs> is, uh, what, what okay. does uh, "ir" mean? Uh, yeah, premier, <laughs> premier. The, the, the logos aren't in French, so I know what the, I know which teams which. And MTL and LA are <laughs> the, logo, the logos change when it's a French broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Those French have a different word for everything. <laughs> Can you believe those people? Uh, uh, so we're so far, about, we're talking about trades earlier. <laughs> we got a couple people in the chat. We should uh, get the Miller trade. Let's see, we already talked about that with the Hawaii Blues fan, Bob Rakowski. Book's still on the way. Sorry, Bob. Uh, Shin trade wasn't too shabby. Hawaii Blues fan, the whole trade. Uh, Minnesota. Da, 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 da. Yeah, see, the whole that. trade, we talked about that. And that, that got Calgary a cup. They won a cup of those players. So, that I mean... It was a great they trade. They would for, tell you it's a great trade. It was, uh, that and that's that's the trade that that's one of those. It's a good for both teams because yep. they won a cup and we got Brett Hall. Yep. So now would they have won a cup later with Hall? I don't know. You got to think they would, but you never know. Well, you'd have thought There's we no would have won a cup know. of Hall yeah, too. Yeah, that's true. It's a good point. Hall, Pronger, McKinnis. Fuck. Turgeon, Turgeon, Corson, Fuhrer. Gretzky. Yuri Gretzky. Him, Yuri Himlev. Yuri Himlev. <laughs> Brian Noonan. <laughs> Adam Creighton. Uh, Doug Lidster. Doug Lidster. <laughs> mm, he was the missing link. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Bennington was named Rookie of the Month for February. That's a shock. So I guess we got to talk about current events. So, yeah. Uh, well, well, yeah. We need to have uh, like enough. A, we need to have like a way back podcast, like once a month, where we just sit here and talk about. Oh, I could talk forever. Oh yeah, that's so much fun. We actually should do that. Yeah. What Maybe. do you guys think? Tune in. Let us know what you think. Yeah. yeah. Do Chime we do? in in the chat. The, this that's what if we were just at a show like during the summer or something, and where there was no news, this that's what it would be. It'd yeah. be just just talk shooting the shit. It'd be, it'd be we'd we'd fall into that. Yeah. We should do that. I yeah. think. Yeah, theme show once <clears throat> yeah. a month. We do a theme, you know, favorite trade. This favorite, is where ideas favorite are player, born, by the way. Right, right here on live air. Right. Favorite player. Hate, most hated player. Most hated player. Yeah. Most hated player when he didn't play for the Blues. That played for the Blues at one time. Right. Okay, before and after? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I got one that's hot. <laughs> I would say, you know what? Brendan Shanahan. 
I loved him with the Blues, and when he was on the Red Wings. I wanted to punch <clears throat> him in the face. It was a, I. It was I. That was a weird thing. I hated him, but I didn't hate him with the Red Wings. I, I hated him because he was a Red Wing, but I didn't really hate him. I hated his strange. goatee. He needed to shave that goatee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Bennington, uh, but really, I mean, could have been Player of the Month for February, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, he could've. there was nobody better than him. I mean, unless unless you're talking. A forward who lit it up, but I mean, yeah. well, who they give it to? It wasn't it. Uh, was it Kucherov? Kucherov, I think, yeah. was yeah. number one. Tarasenko was number three. Got it. Uh, and uh, who? Uh, Kane was number two. Yeah. I mean the the week that Tarasenko got second star to Kucherov's first star. I mean that that was insane. He had what it was eleven points in five games, and Kucherov had twelve. Yeah, in five games. Kucherov's a machine. Yeah, he's insane. That yeah, team, he's, that he's team at is like 104 points now, right? Yeah. That that team's a juggernaut, and they're going to lose in the second round. It's yeah. it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. I am going to Vasilevsky's going to get injured in the first round, and uh, hey, they got Louis, Louis Domingue. Yeah, Louis Domingue. You are not, not going to carry him. You are. They're, they're going to they're going to lose, and it's going to be like, they're gonna oh be the my god, we're going to watch this, and oh my gosh, they're on the verge of losing, and we're going to like glued to our TV, and they're going to lose. Mm-hmm. That's going to be amazing. <laughs> Blue jackets are gonna go all the way. Oh, if they even get in, <laughs> yeah. I I I am rooting for for uh, uh, Yarmo. No, well, no, I'm not. I'm I'm rooting for them to miss the playoffs so I can watch Blue Jacket Twitter burn. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Yep. I, I oh, would there'd not. be a fire sale. I those people I get fired. Have, I don't yeah. think I have. Kaklina, any, kick, like I don't do follow anybody in Columbus Twitter. So I, I don't oh, either. I do. But I'm saying I, I would. Yeah, I would pull just, up. I would pull yeah, up the the hashtag, the hashtag and yeah. I would just watch it. Just feed like when they get eliminated. Oh. And, and, and I have nothing against Columbus. I just. I root for things to burn. <laughs> I really do. Some men just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> That's it. I I want to see the hysteria because as a blues fan, we've been through a lot of shit and it's like, ha, let's see somebody else go through it for a while. Kurt was standing in Naperville when the Chicago fire was going on. Just going, yeah, <laughs> yeah. burn uh, baby. With my can of gasoline. <laughs> uh, Bennington led all net minders, rookies and veterans with 10 wins and four shutouts and 11 appearances. He was 10 and one and Oh, with a one, four, four GAA and a nine, four, five save percentage with four shutouts. Uh, that's ridiculous. I mean, you can. I, I mean, I know Kucherov had an insane month, and he basically just said this, but that. I mean, that, those are numbers to me. <clears throat> player of the month. You know what? You you can't play better than that as no, a goalie. You're, you, can't. you. I mean, you will not see a goalie really play better than that. Those are those are elite. The elite of elite numbers for a month. You just can't beat that. Who's no. going to go? Who's going to go eleven and zero in a short month? It's February. And with a less than one four GAA and a better than nine four five, it's not going to happen. I mean, outside of Craig Billington, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Craig Billington. Uh, Billington became the ninth rookie goaltender in NHL history to earn ten plus wins in a calendar month, and the first to achieve the feat since Detroit's Jimmy Howard uh, in two thousand ten, when he went twelve two and one in a longer month. I'm sure. Uh, he also became the 10th rookie netminder in league history to post a nine-game win streak, as well as the fourth to win each of his first seven home starts. Uh, joining Frank McCool. That's a great name. Oh, man. I'd love to hang out with that guy. Ken Dryden. Who's that? And uh, Wayne Thomas. And Bennington yielded two or fewer goals in nine of his 11 February outings, including four shutouts and, and consecutive clean sheets. Yeah, 
That's not my writing. I, that's copy and pasted. <laughs> that's plagiarized. <laughs> what is this? Premier League soccer? Is he Allison Becker? Uh, Bennington capped the month with another shutout, uh, making him the second goaltender in the NHL's modern era since 1943-44 with five shutouts through his first 18 career starts. Uh, also uh, tied with Jacques Plante. So It's elite company. Elite company. That guy was okay. Jacques Plante? Yeah, he was all right. He was no Bill Day. No. 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 Billington. <laughs> he was no Craig Billington. Wow. <laughs> Definitely wasn't a Ron Tugnut. No. That's the best name in best name in hockey. See, we could we could have a show. Best, best favorite name. player. Worst uh, hated player. Best name. I don't know, man. Best it's, name. It's, best hockey uh, name. You get the three of us three of us in a room and like we yeah. It's hard to beat Harry Dick. There was a player named, look yeah. him up, but Chicago Blackhawks. Well, yep. okay. Yep. Yeah, well, I guess that's the high school chuckle great name. <laughs> but come on, you But uh, you know what? It's, it's, that's, I love his parents. Yanni Ninima. Yanni okay. Ninima. That's a good one. Oleg Tivardowski. Zarly Zalapsky. Zarly Zalapsky. That's a yep. great one. That's a good one. one. I actually used that name in a presentation at work. Mm. I, uh, I did a, a, a little uh, video uh, presentation for something. It was years ago. And uh, part of the presentation was a little thing popped up, and it was a client writing to uh, a vendor, or whatever. And they typed, they typed out blah, 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 in, the, in the in the letter, and at the end, they signed Zarly Zalewski. Nice, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, I've I've had before my my old hockey team. We uh, every time somebody would spit, we'd say they were hocking a lube. Hocking lube. Hockin lube. Yes, that's a good name. Hocking yep. lube. Uh, I know I've told the story on the show before, but I once uh, almost got away with getting out of school by telling my mom I had Darius Casparitis. <laughs> <laughs> she told my dad, and my dad said, "And she was no, out. She no, was no, out. no. That's a that's a New York Rangers defenseman. He's going to school. Uh, rub some Bukaboom on it. It'll be fine." <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the best response. <laughs> uh, um, uh, Jake Allen's mask said he hated Steve Ott before he was a blue. Yeah. I think I think everyone did. You know what's funny is that I dated a girl. I isn't that crazy? I dated a girl. Wow. I know. Um, <laughs> um she uh her family knew the Ott family. And so she this is when he was a Dallas star, when he was in his heyday of just pissing everyone off. And she always told us she didn't watch hockey. She said she did, but she didn't. And she said Steve Ott was her favorite player. And I told her, I'm like, listen, you can go tell Steve Ott and his family that he's a piece of shit and give him my home address. That's fine. That fucking Minnesota-Nashville game went to overtime. Motherfuckers. That's two games in a row. Yeah. Well, this Nashville is wins fucking hate both those teams. After the, Nashville won in the shootout. Did they? Yeah. After the run that we went on, it was we were due some bad juju in the standings. Some now, bad, some now ba- every game in the Central, the teams in contention are going to go to overtime. Well, and we, yeah, we did get a lot of teams losing to help us uh, yeah. pave the way to skyrocket up the standings. Right, I get it, but uh, still, fuck those two. Back to back games, they had the home, they had a home and a home, and fucking both games go to overtime. Assholes. I hate them. I hate them. Bunch of jerks. Yeah, they are a bunch of jerks. <laughs> I want one of those t-shirts. I think that's I ha- those I, are fantastic. I, I, I was about to say, I think that's hash bar. Hashtag. No, it's trademark. You say hash mouth? <laughs> hash mark. <laughs> it's 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 the Twitter era, you know, version of trademarking something. You hash mark it. Yeah, hash mark it. 
I'm, I'm mentally fried at this point. Jake Allen's mask says, uh, ask how likely do you guys think it is that the Blues miss the playoffs? I say it's, it's pretty, pretty likely, likely, to be honest, he says. Uh, well, I'm, that's quite the switch from last week's yeah, I know, optimism. Right? Well, that, that wasn't that was somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Zed's not here. Lord Zed from the Power Rangers isn't yeah. here. I, I think it's... Um, dead, baby. Ba- uh, the, the strength of schedule uh, says otherwise to me. I... Well, uh, the strength of schedule, but the fucking scheduling. Come on, we got back to backs again this week. I know. It's not even a weekend. Well, it's, I mean, yeah. Well, that dude, I'll admit, that kind of drove me nuts. The Blues back to back on the weekends. But they did very well. I, they did. Until but last really weekend. well. Yeah, last weekend was not Still, good. they got. But, well, I mean, it drove me crazy. Mm. I'm like, man, I. Uh, don't want to like I have to watch the blues now so I can't go do anything right. <laughs> not that I have a life right yeah, well are you, Jake on mass says we played down to our competition though we'll find out tomorrow night cuz yeah. to be honest uh, Dallas Dallas is fighting for I mean they played they've been up and down they've looked like shit against us they looked good against us last game I was say I think for the most part the last couple the of years series. they've looked good against the blues yeah, yeah um they won the series 3 to 1 and yeah. Ben Bishop played great yes, the two games that he, he did played. but the first time we played in the season or was it two or three games ago whatever it was uh they lo- i thought they looked terrible and they yeah. beat us because we played awful yeah um i thought the game was a shitty yeah i remember game. alan gave up a shitty goal then which i guess you could just, <laughs> just yeah i i could i would probably imagine jake allen gave up a shitty goal in that game but i i do remember a bad tyler and, sagan goal going in and uh, uh carolina is on fire i mean they're us uh in february yeah um, so I, the last couple games, I, I'm not going to say that they they played down and lost to teams that were terrible. I, uh, they're they're not. Uh, we'll find out tomorrow. I, if we if we lose tomorrow and don't look that great tomorrow, then I'm like, what the hell's going on? Because it's not, not even if they lose. I think uh, yeah, because you're going to lose games. Sometimes teams are going to step up and play well, but if they don't look good, that's my concern. I think because they don't look good over the weekend. If we're talking about tomorrow's game, I think the thing I worry about most is going into Anaheim and getting an injury. You're, you're playing against Corey Perry. And <laughs> Ryan Kessler's back. They play dirty, and it it seems like that that would be the worry in in this game. I mean, they had they had a really good game against Colorado, beat them on Sunday, um, but they're playing tonight, um, so they'll be back to back. Uh, we'll be fresh for the. Yeah, I think that's the first time in a while that's happened for us. I hate the Ducks. God. I've always hated. I mean, even I begrudgingly rooted for the Ducks in 07 when so Pronger, so I could see him yeah. raise the cup. But the man, last, I yeah. oh, I've the just, last time I rooted for the Ducks was Jaguar. Yeah, I was a big Jaguar fan too. Yeah, La- last week you. we uh, it was uh, the comment was made that the NHL.com they updated their site uh, quickly. Bullshit. Oh, there it did. Yeah. It was 4-4 four, four, uh, just a second ago. As you pointed to it, but it, it was, changed. The game ended five minutes ago. God. Kurt, Jesus. <laughs> so Dallas, Dallas you know the NHL, winning. NHL God web guy is watching right now, and he's just like, I'm going to wait until he says something. Ducks and Coyotes tied at one in the third. Yeah. How I, was that game in the third? I would... I almost want to put the Rangers game on stars. Do it. Mm. Fuck Bill. Yeah. I mean, I love you, Bill. Right. I mean, just it's almost over. That's why I was on the CBN. Yeah. Put it on. Put it on. If. Yeah. 
Vamp. Uh, vamp. Yeah, we got a vamp. Uh, yeah. We'll come back to this game. Oh, yeah. So, we, I, I do want to catch the Benoit Brunet commentary in between, or Benoit Brunet commentary in between periods. Benoit Brunet. Eh? That's that's another good hockey name right yeah. there. Benoit Brunet. Number 22. Uh, I always like Mike Knubel. Mike oh. Knubel is a good name. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good one. Jeff Bookaboom was one of my favorites. Jeff yeah. Bookaboom. Book yeah. Yeah, yeah, he definitely was. Um, Until he uh, basically is you know, he really a, messed up You right know now. who had a better name than him? The guy the Blues traded Eric Brewer for, but he never played. Brock Bookaboom. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that, a hell of a that name. That is a better name. Yep. Got the alliteration his going. His kid, right? It was Jeff Bookaboom. I think it was his kid, kid. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I Whatever think happened to him? Mm-hmm. Wash out. Let's find out. Uh, so, uh, and Tarasenko was named the third star of the month, which we talked about. Uh, he had 10 goals, 12 assists, 22 points in 14 games. Uh, he collected points in 12 of his 14 appearances, highlighted by six multi-point efforts. That included his uh, fourth career hat trick on fe- uh, February 10th at Nashville, uh, sealed in overtime by his 200th NHL goal. Tarasenko joins Tampa Bay's Nikita Kucherov and Chicago's Patrick Kane as the NHL's three stars for the month. Brock Bukaboom is playing in Italy. Good for him. That's interesting. Jason Mazzotti. Right? Yeah. Come on. Team Italy. He's the uh, only yeah. Italian was... never playing the NHL. Yeah. He was a goalie. Yeah, that's right. He was a goalie. I don't know why the hell I know that, but I know that. Oh, fuck. I used to know what he played. We're going to kill it at trivia next week. We are. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we playing trivia next week? We are. Are we? We got a charity thing we're going to. Oh, remember? that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Am that's I going to that? Did I, did I commit to this? I don't know. Who cares? I will. I will. <laughs> we talked. Oh, yeah. Uh, we know, talked about that. Should we, uh, should we? We should probably mention that on the show, right? You guys. Sure. You guys keep going. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll look, look it up. It up yeah. And that way I'll give the exact information. I forgot about it. I don't it's at Center Ice Brewery on uh, next Wednesday. Oh, wow. It's a hockey uh, trivia night. I could do that. And we talked about doing this show from there, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, we talked to Steve. Steve, yeah. if you're listening, text in and say, yeah, you can do the show here. <laughs> I want those exact words. <laughs> Why is this game not on? <laughs> oh, shit. We got to keep vamping. Yeah. Oh, damn it. First uh, technology is failing. So another tonight. good name is, uh, um, I'm drawing a blank. Rayo Ristolainen. Oh yeah, that's Edmonton a great Oilers. name. Yeah. yeah, Rasmus Ristolainen. Yeah, there are some Finns. I think have the best names. Yeah, Finns have good names. Tampa Bay had a, or Tampa San Jose had a draft pick that I thought you know if the guy cracks the NHL, it was the name was the best. It was Timu. Riyi Yarvi. <laughs> it's like 12 eyes, three A's. Yeah. Woo. Uh, you know, another name that I always uh, really enjoyed was, um, I, I, I just forgot it. Vladimir Chubby Turkey. Oh, that's it. Yes. Vladimir Chubby Turkey. That's what I was going to say. Uh, Chubby yeah. Turkey. Chubby Turkey. Awful. Man. Oh, man. When the Blues got him, I thought, oh, yeah, just for his name, I'm excited for that. I don't know why this game is not loading. Well, let's see if I can get on the iPad. Well, we could, uh, you know, we could actually sit and talk about what Kurt just mentioned. Uh, yeah. Tarasenko, third star of the month. That's, I mean, that's that's cool. I mean, I, we talked about it when this team was shit. That we were kind of ready to maybe move on from him. I mean, we were kind of talking, hey, let's let's see what we can get for this guy. I mean, they should at least be listening to calls. You know, I know. That's something. I mean, that, there's a there's a rant right there for, that I could go off on. Is 
the people who say, oh, remember all the people who wanted to trade Tarasenko? Oh, what do you say now? Shut the fuck up. I'm sorry. Listen. Listen, all right? He was playing terrible. He didn't look like a goal scorer anymore. I don't know what it was. Maybe he, he healed properly from his injury. Maybe, um, I don't know, maybe they just found the right combination. Maybe it was that he got confidence in his goaltender. I don't know what it was, but mm. something changed in his game. Now, yeah, it would be silly to trade the guy because he's back to what we thought he was a couple years ago. But to say that, you know, oh, yeah, people are dumb for wanting to trade him. When he's looking like shit and he, he doesn't even look like a 20-goal scorer, yeah, you might want to try and trade him. Those are highlights. Yeah. Okay. Gonna, commercial. It's a commercial, yeah. Yeah, no. So, <clears throat> O'Reilly and Tarasenko over the last couple of games, you know, I think have been really carrying the dead weight of Jaden Schwartz, and it's it's we need Shen back in the lineup really bad. Yeah, I you agree. Know, I I think that uh, that's it. Just wasn't working. Well, the, the dead weight of Schwartz and then Maroon. God. And I mean, O'Reilly is just dried up the last couple of games. He had a great chance in the get- Dallas game at the post. Um, would you would you say that Maroon is one of the biggest bust signings we've had? I don't even say that. Except you for know the what? money. No, I was oh, no, going to no, say, okay. I, I don't well, think as I would far as say that because of the go. money. I, I get it. I get the, uh, the, the thank God yeah. that he signed for less. Yeah. But I mean, as far as like expectations go and like, oh my God, we got such a bargain on the guy going into the season. He hasn't done anything. No, he hasn't. And you know Nothing. what though? I mean, I will say, I think he's played better as of late. Um, I didn't really notice him too much in the two games over the weekend. But before that, I thought he played, he's been playing pretty well. Uh, but yeah, as, as far as production goes and numbers, yeah, he's he not, just, he's not, doesn't even look like a top nine forward. I, I tweeted out, I, I think, I just, does anything sound less threatening than, uh, yeah. than, uh, Maroon with the puck? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, right. oh, great. Yeah. It just doesn't, he never does anything with it. It's just, I mean, he was a he was billed as a guy. He had he was supposed to, he he even said himself, "Yeah, I got good hands around the net." No, you don't. No, he doesn't. No, you don't. He he's uh he's slow, which we knew, but he's slow and he just doesn't. He's not good on the boards. He's not good at uh at holding off a checker on the boards. He gets the puck taken from him too easy. It's just he's the just last, a disappointment. The last couple of games of the run in February, he he looked promising. He had an extra step in his yeah. game. But it just it, yeah. it doesn't last, and he doesn't convert. He he just he doesn't he hasn't had the ability to convert around the net. And if he had such great hands, he would have twenty goals. He's had a ton of opportunities. And yeah. Before he had his first goal, he had like he could have had six. Yeah. He reminds me of uh, uh, Jim Campbell. His last year in St. Louis, that dude was fed every opportunity to score, but he just miffed it every single time. And that's that's Maroon. I mean, Maroon's been given chances to just bury the puck, and he just doesn't do it. Bury the puck like Ben Bishop's buried in the net right now. Oh, he he's faking being hurt. <laughs> he's pulling a soccer player. Yeah, I yelled that. So I went to a Maver- Kansas City Mavericks game over the weekend when I was there too, and I yelled that at a player. I said, "I'll oh, stop being a soccer player," because the guy literally went down. The whistle goes. I mean, he's, you know, thriving on the ice, got his hands over his head. The minute the whistle goes, stands up, skates to the bench. F- 
Fuck that. That's, oh my God, there's nothing more annoying. I yell that and this guy turns around and he just goes, hey man, I uh, I play soccer for Rockhurst. Good for you, man. Bunch of soccer players are pussies. What do you want me to say? Oh, this this looks bad. This looks like could oh, he, be the the injury that Ben Bishop's been waiting for. He, uh, I think he's fine. He's milking oh, it. Oh, Roman Polak, don't open that door. I didn't see it. I didn't see what happened. He got run over. Uh, yeah, they they were crashing the net pretty hard. Sean Avery come out of retirement. Oh, here's the replay. Let's see how, Bishop, how bad Bishop got it. Yeah, this is very exciting for our Ooh, audience. Ooh, cross check, oh, his yeah, old man, bro. Dylan his own, Strom. Ooh. Dylan Strom, the cross check on. Uh, oh, he was ready to drop. I it think was. it's a head. They they knocked heads. Yeah, that's what the issue was. Well, poor Big Ben. Anyway, uh, Rorschach's back in the chat. He says, "What's up, y'all? What's up, Rorschach? I, we call him Rorschach. I don't know if that's what he likes to go by, but I think it works. It reminds me of." Um, Oh, what the hell was that superhero movie? Uh, the not Mystery Men, um, the real dark one. Watchmen. Watchmen. Thank you. Yeah, there was the the one guy was named Warshak in that. Uh, I'm only worried about the Sharks if the Blues make the playoffs. Uh, I think he was kind of agreeing with us here on uh, Schwartz is in such a funk, along with Maroon have killed all the mojo uh, O'Reilly and Tarasenko had. And then he also mentions, uh, I had a fun discussion with Kurt during the Dallas game about who the starter should have been for Carolina and Dallas. Yeah. Every discussion with Kurt is a fun discussion with Kurt. Which Kurt? That is, that is me. Oh, well. Kurt, me. I can't really agree with that. There's only one Kurt here. I mean, could be talking about Kurt. Warner? Chaplin, the one who won the, <laughs> the, the, one who won the, uh, the yeah. uh, contest. You never know. Uh, the, yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, March 1st. We uh, we played a bunch of jerks in Carolina. Lost this one five to two. Uh, the first of back to backs. Allen was in net on the road, uh, just as we predicted that show before that Allen was going to play that game, and then Bishop would get the next one. Uh, which we disagreed about. The did you or you wait? You said I'm pointing at you. That's rude. I don't care. Uh, didn't you say you wanted you'd rather have seen the other way around? You uh, say- yeah, I actually agree with Warshak. Okay, uh, he was tweeting you about it. Yeah, and um, and going into the game, I said the exact same thing you guys did that uh, I wanted to see Allen on the road because he's better on the road. Um, but uh, once he he made his his case with you, I actually sided with him, hmm. and and my reasoning being because. Bennington got lit up last time against the Stars, uh, and um, and I'm not saying that they should have started Allen. I I think they still made the right move. Let's put it like that. I just I'm tired of the coddling of Allen. If Allen oh, could just deal with shit and 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 face his home fans, well, I think maybe you have the discussion of flipping what we saw over the weekend. But you can't. Because you can't play Jake Allen at home because he's too scared of the St. Louis people. Well, he's he's the backup now anyway. It's solidly in the backup. So he's not going to play many games at all anyway. But I, my case was with Rorschach. And I get that Dallas is a, is a bigger game because they're a division rival. They're just behind you in the standings. I understand all that. So you want to have your starter in that game. But the way Carolina's been rolling, I'd rather have had our better goalie in. Do you think it would have mattered? Not the way they played. Because they got to play. No. But I mean... And then you got but Allen again, against talk Dallas. About, we talk about the confidence going into games. I mean, maybe it's a different feeling with Bennington and Nett against Carolina. 
Maybe they come out differently. Maybe. Well, they scored first. <sighs> but let's They scored it. first against Carolina. You know what I would have honestly, like, They came out okay. What I would have liked, Bennington start both games. Yeah. I'm okay he, with that. He hasn't had a chance to do it. I'm okay with that because there you got a big break coming up here this week. Yeah, well, you got three until days, Wednesday. Yeah, uh, four uh, days, right? Three days. We had three days off. Yeah, the first three Sunday, days. Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, you're right. Full days. But with it being <laughs> with it being in Anaheim, it's like you know, three and count. a quarter days. Um, no, I mean I think you had enough break there to where it's. You give him rest. You don't make him practice for two days there, and he'd be fine to come out on Wednesday and play. Not that you need him Wednesday. I mean, you could play Allen on Wednesday against the Ducks. Give him a longer break. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I would have been fine with them starting dates I, in both games. I think with at the time against Carolina, they they are they still are solidly in a playoff spot. They've moved so far up. They're not. I could see starting your. Starting Bennington, if we're like a fringe wild card, like right on the edge, we need these points so bad. Honestly, I mean, we're we're solidly in a playoff spot right now, at, at then at the time. So and we still are, but I, I so I can get. I don't I don't see the urgency to play Bennington in both games necessarily. I get not wanting to burn Bennington out and and get him some rest. He's I I get it. So he's got. Bennington has what four days off now. Oh no! I'm sorry. He started against Dallas, so he had three days off. So, but what I'm saying too that if you would have started in both games, you give Allen Anaheim, and you're still going to give him four or five days off there. Yeah, yeah. So you, you started in both games. Uh, over who the started against the Kings? Bennington started against the Kings, Bennington, and we lost. He got lit up. He got lit up. Yeah. Yep. And but we didn't. Again, we didn't play good either. So no, that was a bad game. Yeah, it was they, a bad they game. came out good, but then they. Fell apart like against Carolina. Yeah. They scored first against Carolina, and then yeah. they lost. Yeah. Well, the the when Darren Pang is pointing out in the first ten minutes of a game that the gaps between the forwards and D are noticeably different than they have been over the winning streak, things aren't going to go well. And I I don't think at the end of the day, you know, I, I, Carolina was on fire in that game. I think they're going to win it. I don't. Maybe it's not as bad a margin, and maybe, maybe you get a point going overtime, right? Instead of us having to talk about the worst goal Jake Allen's Jesus given up Christ. all fucking season. I would I would bench his at. Sorry, we shouldn't get there yet. That no no <laughs> I, we're we're we, this is two games ago. I, I'm not yeah. gonna we're not gonna go I would, detail. We don't I have would, to go by bullet by no, bullet on Kurt's outline. I would have him. No. Right there, and said, "You're not playing for three weeks." He yeah. that I'm calling up Huso. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ, what the fuck, man? It uh, and uh, his strength is playing the puck. Right. That is his greatest strength is handling the puck, and he botched that up. So, and yeah, I I, I don't uh, I think uh, that is Jake Allen in a nutshell as far as I mean because he's. Oh yeah, he's played well, and then there's the overtime goal that he allows last week, and it's like motherfucker. And mm-hmm. that's the roller coaster. And then uh, in this game, it's that botched play. It's like motherfucker, right? So and, I, and maybe maybe that overtime goal against Minnesota is what what would have been the motivation for saying, you know what, Jordan, you need to play back to back games. I, you know what, if you make that point, I could. I could maybe get behind that. Yeah. Uh, that I, that as a punishment to Allen. 
yeah. Well, <laughs> that's I can get behind that more. So I think is uh, based on okay. Well, that goal is allowed. Eh, you're gonna sit for a while because that. I mean, yes, yes, you played fantastic in the game, but you cost the team a chance at their second point. Yep. It was all on him. So, I, and, and I thought, I mean, getting to this game, I mean, Bill, you tell me you're you're the goalie here. I thought the first two goals Carolina scored were shit too. I think he could add both of them. Yeah, they. I mean, I'm fine if one of them goes in. Goalies are going to have soft goals. It's going to happen. You yeah. know, I, I'm not going to blame a goalie for every single soft goal. But when you give up those and then you give the puck up in the corner like that, and, what the hell? And I don't really. I. I mean, I don't recall both goals, but I know on at least one of them. Again, Jake Allen too deep in the net. Yeah. You know, it just he's the overtime goal. No, no I mean, that that was well, yeah. One of the first two in goals. the in the Carolina uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. before before he dove to get the puck, right? Ugh. That and that was um, interesting too, because like like ninety ninety nine percent of the people that you know, that talked about that goal online were like, "Oh my god, what awful goal that was." Uh, and so, and we have I have a social media fail for this particular goal. Um, and it was a conversation I had with uh, with her about this. If uh, Sarah uh, at Sar Sings twenty seven, uh, we had a back and forth, and she ended up blocking me after <laughs> this conversation, um, which I was uh, disappointed to hear because it was a it was a it was a a, a good conversation. It was a we disagreed. We disagreed. Um, you didn't was, shit enough no, rainbows. I don't, I don't call people names unicorns. on Twitter. I don't get mean on Twitter. I state no. my my opinion and my my stance. And I if I have a debate with somebody, it goes back and forth. And sometimes it gets a little you know. But I never a little chippy. I never attack people right. ever. I don't. Right. That's childish. You're but, about civil discourse, right? I I I enjoy a good right good. Back and forth debate on right. something. I like and it. You were recently commended by Mr. Blue's Hat. Yes. For, for having good conversation. We disagreed on not something. His, not that his opinion matters. <laughs> no, it <laughs> doesn't matter. Because yeah, he, he doesn't think we're a contender. Uh, uh, but no, she said that uh, Jake Allen, this is, a, this is her tweet. Um, Jake Allen may have failed to stop a bit. And this is in response to the shorthanded goal given up by Allen, the misplay against Carolina. Fought out of the quarter, go boom. Right. (laughs) Jake Allen may have failed to stop a bad shorthanded goal, but the defense failed to block multiple shots and left him out to dry. They failed him. You can blame Allen, fine, but he only gets 1-19th of the blame. That leaves 18-19ths on other individuals who play the game with him. I I and I re, I responded back fuzzy math. That's and and then we had a discussion about it and but I that I'm going to ask you guys. What did Ivan Barbashev do to you? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't I don't get that. I don't get I don't get the um and and this and no one else is saying this. I'm just picking on the one the her one tweet because it's a, it's a fail, I think. Um I, I I don't understand that 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 mindset. I don't know where that comes from. Um, if a goalie allows a super super soft goal, um, yeah, well, you know, he's to blame for that as much as the fourth liner that plays eight minutes a game, and he's you know, I I don't I don't understand that whatsoever. Or the guy who scores two goals, he's as much. They're all they're all, they're all to blame the same. Well, I know that some of your argument back. This is 
summarizing a little bit of what you said, that it's a weighted position. It is weighted. It's, it is. It's the most important position on the ice. Yeah, it is. And Arguably in just American like, professional just, sports. Right. Just like if a, if a pitcher throws a wild pitch and the catcher doesn't catch it, you're going to tell me it's the catcher's fault? No, it's the pitcher well, for throwing the wild pitch. And I think, and I think her stance too was um, that the defense failed to block multiple shots. So she's blaming the rest of the team all game long for stuff, you know, that oh everyone else must make mistakes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I got news for people that have this mindset: mistakes happen all over the ice all game long for both teams every game. That's how goals are scored. That's how goals are scored. There's a there's a a, a, a bad pass that's intercepted or a missed check or a, a, a missing an assignment or something. It, it, it happens Shaden all Schwartz the time. Against Dallas, it happens. Yeah. All, and sometimes a goal goes in, and that's and and if a goalie can stop it, then they need to stop it because it's really it's impossible for a team to play a perfect game. On the ice, you can't do it. The, 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 that's just the way hockey is. The way the sport is is uh, played. There the, and the, the speed of the game, the, the puck on the ice. There's going to be all kinds of mishandles and things. It just it's a it's a game of teams win by whoever takes advantage of the most mistakes the other team makes. Yeah. To, to be honest, to simplify it, if if it was a perfect game, it'd be zero zero. Yeah. And nobody would win. The shootout would go on that's forever. That's why. And that's, it would never happen. And that's why this season, more so than any other season, for a strange reason, that people will defend Allen for you know earlier in the season when he was playing just like dog shit. Um, well, you know the defense made a mistake earlier uh, in the, in that when the, in the zone to cut, they didn't clear it, and then 15 seconds later they score. Well, yeah, right. but it was a stoppable shot. So that's I mean that yeah he made a mistake, but that it's almost like you you have to give the players on the ice the freedom to make mistakes because they all do them all the time. And a goaltender makes a mistake that it's in the back of his net. Now it's magnified. It's not fair, but it's, but it's the, that's why it's the most important position on the ice. That's the way it works. That's why Carrie price is signed for 57 years. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, I mean, it's uh it, it is silly for, for somebody to, to compare a goalie's mistake to the rest of the team. I mean, it, Listen, I mean, to a mischeck, a misplay at center, a yeah, misplay in the. You know, mis- we talked about it a couple weeks ago. I think a Petrangelo had a, a turnover and it led to a goal a minute later on Allen that was a weak goal. And everybody said, well, I mean, if Petrangelo clears the puck there, then Allen doesn't go up that goal. Yeah, you're right. But Allen needs to make that damn save. I mean, that's. We talk about it. It, 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 it goes both ways. It's a revolving door that you need your goalie. To step up when your team screws up, when they turn the puck over, you need your goalie to step up and make a big play. It's the other way around too. Yeah, that that if your goalie, you know, is uh, out of position, your guy makes a block. Your guy, you know, uh, a couple games ago we talked about the uh, the wraparound uh, Roman Yossi twice in a game. First time Vince Dunn was there mm. and he buried bailed ugh, bailed his goalie out. Second time. Vince Dunn wasn't on the ice to make the save, and it goes in the net. That's on Jake Allen. You know, I mean, just because Jake Allen makes a mistake and, and you know, you want to not blame Jake Allen, you want to blame everyone else, that's not how it works. Everyone's going to make a mistake, and when it's a weighted position like that, you need your goalie to be able to step up in moments and, and make the big play, and he just hasn't been doing that, and he didn't do that at all 
in the Carolina game. Bob Rakowski says, goalie's job is dealing with defensive mistakes. Not just defensive mistakes, but well, defensive responsibilities in the defensive zone. And that's true Be- because they happen all the time. You know, uh, 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 nobody makes perfect plays every time they're on the ice. It just doesn't happen. Except Bill. Except Bill. And I, well, and Bill, I'm retired. Bill, to get the goalie's <laughs> perspective, I mean, I, I, do you agree, disagree with that? Or you're, I mean, as far as like the goalie being the most important position on the ice? No. No. I mean, that, that's why I wanted to play the position <laughs> from age three. It, it is, you're, unless your team is dominant all around, you are going to have to be a key component to every game. And it is. Thank you. And I think I think I think goalies dictate how the entire team plays. Look at what Jordan Bennington did for this team. Yeah. He came in and he played a quiet, confident game and turned this team around. I credit him for coming in in late December and and really riding the ship. I mean, I. I I had I had pretty much written the team off. I think we all had. Yeah, most of us did. And anyone who says they didn't is a freaking right. Liar. <laughs> then you watch him in that game in Philly where he gets the shutout. Yeah. And then a couple nights later they come to town and Montreal's in town and I you know, the only game I've gone to all season and I was just amazed at just how efficient he was and how confident the team played in front of him because they didn't expect a shit goal. Yeah, if you uh if you watch that Philadelphia game, if you have NHL TV, go back and watch that Philadelphia game, his first start where he got the shutout. I guarantee you that is a different looking Blues team than you saw during that 11 game winning streak mm-hmm. because they were still they still had no confidence. Yep. They were they were not playing the defensive game they've been playing lately. They I mean they won that game one nothing, right? They, mm, was it one nothing? Which game was, was it? The Philly. Philadelphia game. January. I want to say maybe two with an empty netter. Yeah, I don't know. I, but it, either way, yeah, but they won that game by by a freaking a hair, you know. Right. And it's it, and I know that they've done that a little recently too. But I mean, they did not he look was, like the confident team. But then they got the confidence that their goalie Jordan Bennington yeah. is going to make the big save. There it is. The yeah, Monday. What is it? I'm missing it. Oh, yeah, three nothing. Three, three nothing. Three nil. Yeah. Maybe there was. Yeah, I don't remember. I drink too much. Friend of the show, uh, Lance uh, from the Drop Podcast, uh, jumped into that discussion that Sarah and I were having and, and uh, commented about when I said that the the goaltenders kind of dictate how the whole team plays, and he disagreed with that because you know he's he's a goalie. He was a goalie. So, mm-hmm. and uh, I said I I mean I'm I'm speaking from a forwards perspective. I can tell you for sure that the skaters are affected yeah. directly mm-hmm. by right. your goaltender. Right. I mean, I, I, don't, I mean, maybe a goaltender, maybe he doesn't realize how much the skaters, and he said he did play right wing uh, uh, too, So, but uh, maybe he doesn't realize how much the, the goaltenders do affect the skaters no. when he's in net. Just watch, watch body language. Watch when they pan to the bench after a soft goal. You see yeah, well, you the see shoulders, the right? The shoulders slump, the big size, the eye rolls, the looking up well, to the heavens. And it's not even just watching how the Blues react or any team reacts it, to a, a team with a with that uh, in the NHL. It's playing the game. It's like from what I've experienced. Yeah, you know, if I'm playing a game and and the goalie there's a net for us allows a, a bad goal and you know you're working your butt off out there and all of a sudden it's a close game and you, and the goalie has a bad goal. It's like you're. 
it just affects you. You can't help it. I mean, it, I mean, I guess it's kudos to those who can get over that quickly because I mean that I mean that's you need to. But I mean, it does affect the team, and, and just like a really good play, a great save energizes your team and gets you a kick in the butt. Say, okay, we got to help this guy out because he's working his butt off back there and keeping the puck out of the net. We have to help him more. It happens all the time on the bench. You know, you'll hear, help him out, help him out. He's kicking ass, help him out. And guys kick it up a notch. So, I mean, it's... Oh, that's, that's something I, I yell almost weekly at my team. My, my goal, I make a huge save, and then the puck's not cleared, or it's at his feet, or whatever. And it's, the guy just made a huge save. Like, help out your goalie, guys. Get out there, clear the puck, get it to the corner, whatever you right. can do. As a goalie, I only a few times, the you know, as I played goal... Did I feel like, you know, I my team was letting me down when I was playing a great game? I mean, I've Kurt knows me pretty well, <laughs> he knows how competitive I am. I've broken plenty of sticks over the goal. Bill is violently competitive, <laughs> <laughs> but it's frustration with my own play more often than it was frustration with, you know, my team in front of me. Um, you know, it, it, I think it comes down to the weight of the position. It is a weighted position. Don't, don't tell me it's not. There's no possible way it isn't the most important position on, on the ice in any given game. And Rorschach, uh, uh commented he's the last line of defense. And yeah. that's, that's a pretty fucking important, uh, position to be in. Yes. Um, well, I mean, I'll give you a specific example. The the last Ponder tournament, my team we we started and uh, we we brought. I mean, we brought it. Lynn McNew was in the other net, phenomenal goal. Our goalie, yeah, good goal. Yeah, that's right. It was your team. Yeah, we poured it on. We we must have had ten shots before you guys even had a shot on goal. And then my goalie, I hope he's not listening. <laughs> uh, first three shots on him went in the net. And Lynn is back there making every save for you guys. And after that, I mean, I I literally could feel my shoulders on the bench just droop down, my head down, like, okay, I think we're going to lose the first game of this tournament. You know, I mean, it's you feel yeah. it. You can't help it. As a player, um, from experience, when you're out on the ice and when your goalie makes a tremendous save, like an eye-popping save, and keeps you in a game or keeps it tied or whatever the situation, the adrenaline you get as oh, a yeah. skater is like, it just flows through you and you want to do everything you can to make sure that that puck doesn't go in and you get the puck out or you take it down and you, and you win the game or tie it or whatever you got to do. It's, it's hard to explain. I don't, I mean, maybe people who haven't played or don't understand that, how that works, but I, I guarantee you from I think experience. That's how one, it works. One of the best examples of that for the Blues, go back and watch the Boston game. Bennington makes that save on David Backus. Oh, and yeah. And the Blues get the game to overtime and win it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's true. Yeah. Uh, the, the the team, hockey's a huge, uh, the huge thing with hockey is that a team will rally around uh, plays and situations, that uh, big plays. Um, like when the forwards are uh, are, are, are pressuring and uh, it's sustained pressure, tons of chance, 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 and that's I mean they'll have a puck in the zone for a minute, minute and a half, two minutes, 
and they're peppering the goalie and, and, and the defense is dead tired um, and the offense just it just draws off of that and they're not tired because they're they're they got the adrenaline and that's that's how they keep pushing it's just it's just a hard thing to explain um to maybe someone who hasn't played before um how that works uh, how the adrenaline works in situations like that it's just a, it's I, I don't know how else to explain it i tell you the the most adrenaline that i get the the, the most amped i get in a game is when it's late and my goalie like either it's 2-1 or we're trying to preserve a shutout i tell you what i am amped because i'm just like guys you know he's making all the big saves back there we gotta we gotta keep the puck out of the crease i mean that's when i'm like in game mode when there's four minutes left we're up one nothing and it's like let's get this guy the shutout he's worked his ass off and i feel like even even if it's a six five game you know it's like i don't have that adrenaline because it's just okay well you know next goals your next shot's probably gonna go in the net you know when you've got a goalie standing on his head I mean, there's nothing like it as a player. You just feel it all throughout your body. And when you're on the bench, you're thinking, I want to get the hell out there and make the right play so that way my goalie can preserve, you know, the shutout or the one goal game or whatever he's doing that's standing on his head and and, and, and getting your team the W. Oh, it lifts the whole team up. And I'm sure I and I'm sure it works the same way for, for goalies. I mean, if if the defense is is sliding, blocking shots and, and doing everything they can to try and prevent you know, uh, uh, or if a if a if a defender you know blocks a shot on an open side and saves a goal, you know, or I mean that's 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 got to lift the goalie and it's got to elevate his play. The worst feeling ever as a goalie is after you've had teammates block shots and you give up a soft goal. Mm. Jeff was talking about he was playing goal, Koki, I guess it was. Um, not me. My cousin, not you. No, my, <laughs> my cousin. Uh, Bill's friend, my cousin. Uh, uh, he His team was, I think uh, uh, the team had just tied it. And uh, they came back and they tied it late. And they played, they kicked ass, they tied it, and then 30 seconds left in the game, something like that, real late in the game. And off the face-off or real soon off the face-off of center, other team got a breakaway. Oh. And uh, he's like, oh, my God. I have to stop this because my team just busted its ass to tie the game. I have to stop mm-hmm. it. And he stopped it. Yeah. And it was, I mean, that's that's kind of a, 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 a in a nutshell, kind of a, a good scenario, a good uh, example oh, of yeah. how that works. That situation, you know, it, it's happened to me a few times over, over well, you know, my youth career. I'm challenging twice as hard. Yeah. I'm you, and it's like, weird because people want to say, Why don't you challenge the hard all the time? It doesn't work that no, way. The adrenaline's not right, there. It right. just it's, it's an a, emotional response. It's a yep. it's uh, how do you how do you explain it to somebody? It's right. uh, emotional response. Yeah. I mean you, you, you dig in deep or it just you find a, a level you didn't have before, a gear you didn't have before. Uh, that's I mean, that happens all the time in sports. Yep. That was a good talk. That was. <laughs> I love this show, guys. Just saying from Rorschach. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Cool. Also, a uh, couple more comments on that. Bob Rakowski, uh, I imagine as a goalie, making saves, and his team can't clear the puck out of the zone. Has to be maddening. <laughs> Bill? Yeah. Well, <laughs> shit. I mean, you could ask Jake Allen that. I mean, how many times have you seen oh, the er- left wing on the Blues unable to chip the puck out? Earlier this season especially. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that that's been a problem for this team for years. Sure. I mean, uh, Thomas, Alex Seed, and uh, <laughs> Thomas. Yeah, ask Hashik uh, a number of years in Buffalo, right? Yeah. I mean, he was hung out to dry. Yeah. Fuhrer and Edmonton. 
Although that was a run and gun system. I don't think yeah, they really no, cared. He, he wasn't hung out to drive. <laughs> he was just expected to stop one more than the other guy. <laughs> but he was good. He was athletic. Yeah. Fun to watch. Oh, my God. Oh, that era. God. Yeah. I uh, I just, so I've been doing those games that I've been uploading on, on YouTube, and I uh, luckily saved a commercial because, you know, when I was doing it on VHS, I'd cut out the commercials, but I saved the one. I don't know if you remember, it was a MasterCard commercial of Dominic Koshik. And it was one of those where it was like, leg pads, $800. Catch glove, $400. Having a slinky for a spine, <laughs> priceless. Yeah. Yep. That was good. That was Hoshik, right? Yeah, yeah it's Hoshik. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I remember that. Yeah, those were great commercials. They were. That was a good campaign. Uh, so after the uh, Carolina game, we played Dallas the uh, very next night and lost that one 4-1. to one. There was a second of back-to-backs. Bennington was back in net for this one. Uh, Bishop in net for the Stars, who played quite well. Uh, ben, uh, who is a blues killer, and I f- and I, you said you were a Ben fan or are a Ben fan. I uh, like his game when he's not playing the Blues. I can't stand I that guy. I love the way he plays. I I would love him on my team. The, the, yeah. He's a, he's one of those perfect example of a guy who I would love to have on my team. I can't stand that fucker. <laughs> he's a, I, every time he burns the Blues, uh, he's got to have some of the best numbers against the Blues out of all the players oh, in the NHL. Oh, too, for sure. Uh, and he, and he had fucking hat trick uh, the other night. First one was a redirection in front. Beautiful redirection. Uh, yeah. He was covered, too. His stick wasn't tied up. Yeah. But it was a guy right on him. Um, it seems get, like he really does elevate his game when he plays division teams. Yeah, yeah. Because I think he's got great numbers against the Blackhawks too. Uh, number two was a five hole in Bennington, which a lot of people were complaining about this goal, and uh, we talked about this goal. I actually didn't like the first goal. I, I you didn't like the t- okay. No, so the, it, it, I mean, it was a great deflection. Yeah, but it was one of the the first times I thought that Bennington's positioning was just slightly off. And the positioning of his glove. I mean, they they okay. talked about it. I think Peng talks about it over the last two games. If you go back and you know watch, even the the condensed games, he talks a lot about how teams focus on the positioning of Bennington's glove and how deceptive it is. Oh and, yeah, because he holds it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, Which they teach now. Right. And I hate that. He, as a player. <laughs> you know, right. I really. He, it is deceptive. Yeah. This the Ben deflection goal again. Great deflection. You're not expecting it, but I thought he he reacted to the initial shot and not you know didn't take into account the traffic in front. Very difficult to figure out how that's going to go. But I would rather stay bigger. And it looked to me like he started getting smaller, bringing the glove back in, closing it. So what you're you, saying you, is you, bench Bennington play <laughs> Allen. You wouldn't call it a would you? You wouldn't call it a soft goal. No, okay. no. It just, just the a, second goal. Second goal was was I, he I, was it was soft for Bennington standards. Okay. He's made that save more often than not. Okay, he's, I, his stick has been positionally sound. Oh, the second one. Yeah. The oh, second yeah. The second one. one second I agree one. with you. Second one. Second one. His stick was down, and he picks it up. Yeah. And the puck goes under. And, right. And when he, he picks hadn't, it up, he hadn't done that. And this, no. This was, right. this was his worst game. Yeah, and the two Dallas games that he's played have been his worst games. Yeah, that makes me nervous. And the Kings game wasn't very yeah, good. Either. If we have to play them, yeah, in playoffs. That's not good for us. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I mean, do you guys think it's something where Jamie Ben and players like that are getting in his head because they're driving his crease a lot in these games? Well, let's see what happens tomorrow night in Anaheim because yeah, that's the way you they know play the Ducks too. are going to be straight down his throat. Yeah, if he plays, he'll play, right? 
I I God. would hope I uh, Ducks or Kings. I think you play them. I think you uh, play them against the Ducks. I think you play them in both games. I, I think, like I like this idea. Test uh, him. I, I think you know what I think if it's an easier workload against Anaheim, I think you play him against LA. I think there's like I just want to point some out shots. that I've converted Bill. Yeah, so I just want to he has. I, I he I'm has. not I'm not I, I maybe if we it, it depends how we play. It depends how he plays. Um, I think you wait. And to see, I think if he plays well, it's fine, good to go. He's had a few days off. I'm I'm fine with playing back to back games if he plays well against Anaheim and we win. If he loses, if he doesn't play great and we lose, then what do you do? And if he doesn't, then go with Allen. But don't make the don't go into tomorrow's oh with the pre yeah the, right, the, the set predetermination yeah. right. No, I wouldn't do Just, that. Yeah, I if, would never do that actually. Yeah, I, I mean, or or you you make it known. He wins. He plays again. Yeah, I, I, they, they, they need to win tomorrow. I mean, they don't need to, but it, it, they, they should. They need win. to stem the. They can't let this go four games. No, I, I, they should win tomorrow night. If they don't win tomorrow night, it's kind of like oh. Well, we historically shit the bed in Anaheim at least once a year, and we won there if, earlier. If this they year, lose right? tomorrow, I'm cursing out Doug from the show last week. <laughs> cursing the team. <sighs> Damn it, it's Doug! Overconfident. <laughs> Uh, and the, th- the third goal by Ben was a uh, empty El Cheapo empty net goal. Disgusting. Um, yeah, I uh, Rorschach agrees with you, Bill. He says he overcommitted on that. I, 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 I I'm not going to be hard on Bennington for that goal. I, I mean, I, I, that's you know, a, I, I'm going to give Ben credit on that one. I, as much you, as it pains me, I'm. That's a nice goal. So I, what you're saying is obligatory, Jamie Ben joke here. You're not going to be hard on Bennington, <laughs> and you're not going to go down on bed. Uh, Get down on bed. Yeah. He will. That sounds like a bad you. Dallas rap song. Yeah. Get down on Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Fail. Fail. <laughs> bad joke. Um. Yeah, I, I, and the the so the third goal into net goal. Petrangelo scored uh, for the Blues to cut the lead to two to one. Uh, nice goal, great pass from Sunquist uh, across the across the ice uh, to potential who beats uh, Bishop top shelf club side. But uh, yeah, uh, Blues were outplayed by Dallas, um, and the seven game home winning streak was snapped. Blues are two, three, and one, and have scored nine goals in the past six games while playing without top six forwards Perron and Shin. So, and social media kind of turned on the Blues after this loss. Because <laughs> they uh, they hadn't they've lost a couple in a I row, <laughs> and uh, you know they've what two th- uh, two three and one last six. So after the eleven game win streak, they've uh, kind of been five hundred or so for the past Which, six. I'm fine. Oh, I, I, I'm too. I think I Calm think. Calm down, Kurt. No, I'm just saying <laughs> the social media. Uh, it's like people. Oh my gosh, we're back to the we suck again. <laughs> we suck again. We, oh, we suck again. And I'm like, you know what? Give it some time. I, I the, I'm, you could. I'm not trying to make excuses, but you know, Carolina. Again, we talked about a great team. Dallas played well, um, and they've been playing well. Dallas has. So I think we'll we'll see about playing down to the competition uh, here against Anaheim and LA. Yeah. To be honest, yeah, that'll be a good a good. Do we play down to the competition? You know what would be a good primer for the LA game. Is if your internet worked, then we could get the game back on. What the hell? It was up there. 
Jeez. Jesus Christ. Why did I come I've been so entrenched in this conversation. You see, you see how the internet is on this side of the river? Yeah, I don't know why I come over here. It's our, not the ours, internet. Kirkwood's so much better. It's not the internet. It's the... Uh, it's my Chromecast. Our inner tubes are clogged. Um, so just a little side conversation, which we seem to specialize at. Uh, Oscar Sundquist. Hmm. You mentioned the pass he made. Mm-hmm. He's been probably outside of Bennington, maybe the Blues' biggest surprise this year. He's the most improved player in the NHL. Oh, it looks fantastic, far. and I, I love him, and I want him to. I, I want to you adopt him. And, I want to adopt him <laughs> and raise him as my own. Um, but uh, free agent end of the year. Uh, restricted free agent. Uh, what do you do there? You, what do you think you're going to see out of him? I don't think anybody's going to offer sheet him. No, but I'm saying, what kind of deal do you expect? I mean, he's going to be resigned. Real he quick, has to be. real quick. Rorschach said the uh, the second one was the turnover. I he I, he's thinking I was talking about Dallas's goals. I was just talking about Ben's goals. The first, second, third of Ben's yeah. goals. His hat trick. I was talking about his three goals, not Dallas's goals overall. So. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Getting back to to, so he's twenty four. Yeah, which means uh, he's arbitration eligible, I believe. Right. Yeah, I I don't see him. I mean, he's he'll get paid, but not that much. You know, uh, two million maybe. You think he'll get that? Maybe. I I because this most. is the first time we've really seen anything out of Oscar Sundquist, right. including his time in Pittsburgh. So do you think he gets a million, two million? He'll get he'll get a million, million and a okay. half. Sidney yeah. Crosby said he was going to be a good player. Did you hear that? No. Uh, they he said, also said the Blues are going to win the Cup this year. Did he really? Yeah. The Crosby said that uh, when the Penguins uh, uh, got rid of Sunquist, they he said that was a bad decision because he's going to be a good player. <clears throat> yeah. Just saying. And Wayne Gretzky was one of the worst coaches in NHL history. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I mean, he, he hey, he's a, Sunquist he, has turned out to be a good player. Oh, I, I love him. So. I love him on the fourth line. I, I mean, I hope he plays this way for the next fifteen years. He's he this season has been a very good role player. No, very good. He, <clears throat> I don't think anybody's complained about the loss of Kyle Brodziak, no. which I expected to hear a lot of. I did too, actually, because I was actually a fan of, of Brodziak. I, uh, I liked I was, his game. I was too. And I, I thought he was one of the most solid, uh, dependable guys. And... Actually, I forgot about him completely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, exactly. Out of sight, out of mind. I mean, outside of uh, Sunquist, you got Barbershev too, who's played really well on the fourth line. Yeah. Winnington's Mask says, uh, Thank you, Tom Wilson, for knocking the hockey into Sonny. Sonny D. Yeah. 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 Boy, if he played defense, Sonny D, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up for the Blues, uh, Anaheim on Wednesday. We talked about um, they snapped a five-game losing streak by beating Colorado two to one on Sunday. Interaction uh, tonight in Arizona, and the scores tonight. Let's see, uh, Ducks. They are beating Arizona. They they beat Arizona three to one. Jordan Wheel. So. Uh, Koki Niemi. Now there's another great hockey he's, name. He's, I, I will tell you, I I love the kid. He is he is this generation Saku Koivu. Hopefully he doesn't deal with the. What's <laughs> gonna say with the health shit that Saku had to deal with? Saku Koivu is one of my all time favorite players, and Koki Niemi could easily be him. Hmm. I'm I'm a huge fan. Or as uh, Don Cherry calls him, Packer Yami. <laughs> Oh, they'll be playing in the second half of back-to-backs. 
So they play tonight. They play tomorrow. We we have three days off. Mm-hmm. So that's it's set up. I mean, we're a better team. We have more to play for. They're in the second half of back to backs. We've had three days off. This is set up on a tee for the Blues to knock out of the park. Right. <laughs> three nothing Anaheim. <laughs> oh my God. The goal scoring has been a problem. Hopefully, uh, Shen's supposed to come back. Uh, they said likely to play tomorrow, so we'll see. I guess probably they'll let, you, let us know in the pregame yeah. skate, but um, or the uh, morning skate probably. Yeah, uh, they've been teasing it all day. Korak has. Yep, likely to play. You know, he's playing on the top line in practice, so uh, hopefully that happens, and hopefully he's ready to go and uh, can contribute. Um, how so? They beat Colorado. Um, how much do you guys want to see Colorado miss the playoffs after they eliminated the Blues last season? Oh, I mean, so are you, bad. Are you, do you have animosity there? <laughs> a little bit. I mean, no, but. I, not not as much as Chicago. I mean, I know Chicago, uh, you know, they haven't really been much of a rival the last two seasons, but seeing them out of the playoffs again, I would love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Colorado, yeah, it'd be nice too. I would love that. Yeah, so uh, Anaheim is up three to one currently on Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, it's over. Sorry. It's, it's over. over. Is yep. it? Yeah. yeah. So they won. Takayami, what a- yeah, just <laughs> nice. Takayami, what a- <laughs> I need to send that to you. Uh, please do. Uh, in Colorado, one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So the- yeah. So. Oh, do we get Ryan Miller tomorrow night? He's, he's going to play goal. For, <laughs> and I really uh, don't want to acquire him again. Uh, <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> uh, that's one thing you don't have to worry uh, about. Shen has been wearing the tinted visor in practice, and so is Perron. So that's a uh, concussion. Concussion. So, I mean, the concussion so the question was asked from Winnington's mask, if Shen is 80% healthy, do you play him? With mm. a concussion, I say no. Not with no. a concussion, no. no. And that's what he had, had, had has. Uh, assuming if he's been cleared to play, he's been symptom free for a while. So, um, I'm, yeah, you know, I, 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 like any player who's going to dress, I expect him to be healthy enough to contribute. I mean, I'm not going to, I, I will, I'm not going to, if it was up to me, like you said, 80% concussion, no. I think most, honestly, most injuries at this time of the year, I mean, unless you're really battling for a playoff spot. Don't worry about playing them yet. I mean, let these guys right. heal if you can. Um, I mean, I remember years ago when every year Barrett Jackman would, it would come out at the end of the year. Well, he struggled at the end of the year because he wasn't 100%, but we were playing him anyway. Well, if he can't play to the full capacity, well, why the hell are you playing him? That's like uh, Bowmeister. Yeah, he was not. He was not healthy, and they were playing him, and his play suffered. And Exactly. Right. It's like, Good you God. know, you could get a guy from the AHL to play better than a 70% Jay Bomeister or Barrett Jackman I mean, if you or whoever. Sat, if you sat Bomeister for an extra month, I mean, does that make a difference? And yeah. I mean, because really he was a liability on the ice when oh, he was out terrible. there. Yeah. Sit him. You're, you're a better team if you sit him. And, and then he gets healthy, and then you're better even. It's not, it's, except it's not the even blues the blues were the blues under Mike Yo were not going to bring up you know um, Mitch Ranky or Who's Jake playing Wallman. very right. well, by They're, the way. They brought up Chris fucking Butler. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Again. excited for Mitch Ranky. I think he's on the team next year. Oh, oh yeah, he's looking good. He's lighting it up. Was it Jr. or Korak? Somebody uh, mentioned the possibility of uh, working Delzato into the lineup soon. 
<laughs> Tomorrow night would be the night to do it against the team that just gave up on you. Yeah, maybe that's an incentive, but I don't know why you'd try to get him in the lineup. I would say you plug him in if you need to. I wouldn't mm-hmm. try to work him in. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I so it depends who comes out. I mean, if you, I, I think if you're going to set Bortz a game, tomorrow night's probably not the game to do it because Anaheim's a big, heavy club. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I would, I would not play him tomorrow. And and you're not gonna take you're not gonna take Don out of the lineup for him. And maybe maybe that's what they do, but I think it's stupid. No, I I, I like Don playing every. I don't like sitting Don. I don't. I yeah, mean, I mean, I the only way I think you sit those kind of guys is if it's late in the year. You're cemented in the number two or number three spot. You're resting okay, guys. Give yeah, you know, gives El, Delzato a couple games here and there. Sure. Yeah. Um, or if, you know, somebody like, you know, let's say Dunn hurts his foot, you know, oh, I still play on it. I'm 90%. Why don't you go ahead and sit? We got this Delzato guy. Go ahead and, you know, yeah, that's what we acquired him for. Or, you know, a flu bug goes back through the team. <laughs> Get him a game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Winnington's mass said, uh, so not like j and Tarasenko earlier in the year, uh, not healthy enough to contribute. Uh, yeah. Which is what I just said with j and assuming Tarasenko was still having lingering issues with his shoulder or whatever, yeah. that's yeah. So, which was is the rumor. Um, in the six games that Braden Shen missed with injury, the Blues scored ten goals. In the six games prior to his injury, with the top line being Shen O'Reilly and Tarasenko, the Blues scored twenty-seven goals. So yeah, he's kind that's of important. That's a noticeable difference. It's a noticeable change. I mean, fuck, Jaden Schwartz, Pat Maroon. <laughs> Neither one of them looked good on that top no, line. No, and it's so disappointing to see Schwartz not clicking on the first line. It's like, come on. Yeah. I he's been he's up there with disappointment. He's up there. I, he's probably a bigger disappointment than Maroon, I guess, because I he's he is. the expectations for him were so much higher. Well, I mean, he's been healthy now for mm. a while. Like you would think, okay, this guy's gonna be I don't want to say a point per game, but you know, point every two games at least. He hasn't been that. At all. No. And he hasn't, uh, I mean, he hasn't been that noticeable on the ice. I mean, I know there's been a couple times, like, board battles. Where, okay, Jaden's playing pretty good there. You know, keep it up, Jaden. But, you know, in terms of offensive plays and, and, you know, getting stymied by the goalie, I haven't seen that too much from him. No. He's a big shoot-wide guy. Big shoot-wide guy, and he, he often comes down with a case of the Oshis where he just can't stay on his feet for an entire shift. <laughs> yeah, but Oshie would score. True. <laughs> He'd score from his butt. Um, standings were tightening up. Uh, heading into Tuesday night's games, the Blues are, well, I, this is not including tonight's game. So the two points, uh, three points ahead of uh, two wildcard teams, Dallas and Minnesota. Uh, and, but Minnesota went into OT tonight and lost. So they're only two points ahead of Minnesota now. Is that right? Yeah, mm. I guess. And five points ahead of ninth place, Arizona, who lost in regulation, right? Correct. Right. Correct. So that was good that Arizona lost. Yeah. That uh, and who they played? They played uh, the Ducks. The Ducks. So the Ducks did us a favor. Yeah. Um, just favor tomorrow night, please. Right. Exactly. And that shit the bed. Seven points by Nashville, but Nashville won in overtime tonight. So nine points by Nashville now, with three games in hand. Uh, man, they they scooted back up. Ahead of us. Shouldn't they have four games in hand now? Oh, four games, right. You're right. Yeah. Four games. 
Four games in hand. Four games in hand. Golly. Yeah, I know. Nashville's going to get some time off here in the in the last month. I mean, you got it. It's crazy too with how much the Blues have played lately. I know. But they yeah. still have games in hand. Well, they well they've given hand on Nashville and nobody else. Yeah. Maybe one on other teams. Yeah. That's about it. But Nashville's going to get some time off. They're going to get some some rest. But that also means that teams are going to maybe pass them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they're top of the division right now because Winnipeg lost tonight. Yeah, but what's what games played for both those and guys? Two games in hand on Winnipeg, right? That's what, um, three games in hand. We need a stats guy on Winnipeg. Yeah. We need to get a stats guy off camera, sitting <laughs> just like over there, feeding the stats. Yeah, and just, uh, yeah, the guys that's uh, two points behind. Just yeah, okay. hold up a piece of paper with yeah. you. We <laughs> have right. Nashville. We have four games in hand on Nashville. And Which Winnipeg has three. That's too many games in hand because it you is. can't say that's eight points because winning four four games is a tough task. Right. God. This and if if we won all of those games in hand, we wouldn't catch them. No. But, well, no, we wouldn't. But assuming, but by the time we made those games up, who knows what their record is? And you know, they they they're well. We're not making those games up in a matter of four days. Right. It's going to be over and, the course of a month. Right, over the course of the rest of the season. Right. Man, I got to say, I, I, I don't. I mean, I don't share the optimism that Doug had last week uh, that the Bulls are going to take first in the division. I'd be interested to know if Doug still has that same. Optimism. I mean, it's, it has nothing to do it's, with the weekend games. I, I didn't think that last week either. I, I just hope that Winnipeg gets back into that number one seed. I'd rather play Nashville. Oh, I, I would. Oh, I, I would. Too. I don't think the Blues match up well with one. I'd rather play Nashville for the fact that I think I think we can beat them, and I think it'll be an amazing series. I think it'd be a hell of a series yeah. to watch. I think that's a seven game series, no matter what. That might be the best series in the first round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's damn good last year. Mm-hmm. Two years ago. Two years ago. Two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Nashville Winnipeg was awesome. Oh god, oh, that right. was a fun series. Just watching them beat the shit out of each other. I yeah. loved it. Um, I think uh, we'll open this up real quick for listeners. Yeah, come join, join us, us, everybody. Actually, since we're all in studio this week, I'm going to give you Kurt's home address, <laughs> and you can just show up. <laughs> share a mic. Yeah, and we'll share a mic. You can sit on my lap while you do it. It'll be fun. Uh, I was going to sit on your lap. So, uh, 91 Reasons You Lose, which I think that's, uh, is that not Zed? I could be wrong. Uh, he says, I'm thinking Ed Winnington's mask is the former Jake Allen's mask. I think he's probably correct. That's a good bet. Um, let's see, uh, Winnington's mask, call him Chris, I interview well Butler. Yeah, that's pretty much his best attribute. I I, I tweeted out the link to join us. So the Twitter account at LGB Radio. Go ahead and go there and uh, click on the link uh, to join us live, virtually in studio. Yeah, remotely in studio. Sure, what I normally do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, Bob Rakowski, I think uh, talking about Tarasenko. I wonder if it has anything to do with Tarasenko playing with two centers. Is the magic formula? Meaning if Shen can't play next game, put Thomas on the top line? Question yep. mark. I'd be I've, cool with that. I've, they I'd love it, to see they Thomas. did it for Thomas. one period. I'd love to see it for a full game. Yep. I, 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 Thomas is going to be fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, he's he's the best passer on this team already. I mean, oh, nothing against O'Reilly and the points he's put up, but the vision that Thomas has and the ability to pull off tight lane passes is unsurpassed in this team. He's up there. And I think, uh, I mean, he's with him being uh, getting a lot of playing time at his age, 
uh, is only going to benefit him, I would think. And playing well, right at his age, right. I'm. I am. Was he twelve years old? <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen. Man, yeah. right because he He's was like showing a signs of, of right showing signs of puberty. <laughs> now, it's either NHL or Pee Wee. Right. <laughs> right. Now, I I just you know I I have been impressed with him and I've been impressed by the Blues as an organization actually allowing a teenager to play and not okay you got a couple games in here's 12 games in the press box with as deep as this team was right to actually let him play right well they didn't have a lot of options they didn't they sent him back to juniors was going to be right pointless so right there was nothing left for him right in the o which worked in our favor i mean he's been good i think he's been good i think he's uh i've seen enough of him to be confident that he is going to be a good angel player uh, Winnington's mask says he'll come be our stats guy. We just have to pay him in stouts. Okay. We well, can handle that. We're, we're stout people. Yeah, we are. Uh, let's see. Uh, and somebody says, uh, 91 reasons you lose says as long as it isn't Schwartz or Maroon in the top line. I think we can agree with that. Yeah. Maroon should be on the f- third at best. I yeah. Mean, my God. Fourth, fourth, no more. Uh, 91 Reasons also says we're only one point ahead of Dallas now. Two. Two. Or, yeah, I think it's two, isn't it? Dallas is one. It's two. I'm pretty sure, well, let's check. Pretty sure it was two because it was three, right? And then they... We are one point ahead of Dallas. Oh, we are. We are one point ahead. That's right. With a game in hand. Yeah. Which I think... God, Dallas. I hate Dallas. I hate Dallas so much. We're done with them, right? Rest of the year. Yeah, 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 they won the series three to one. I hate them so much. Yep. How is it that we beat them when we suck, but then they come out and play well against? We the also lost them when we sucked, and they That's sucked true. too. They were terrible. Yeah. yeah. That that game was that was a horrible hockey game to watch. But the last time we played them in the playoffs was the run. Yeah. That when was we, a, when we went to the. That was that final. went seven games, right? Mm-hmm. We, were, we were up three not two. Have gone. Seven we were up games. three yeah. two. I remember just thinking when they lost that game six, what the hell? Well, guys? we were up three two, and then a lot of people thought that that was why we ran out of gas too. We right. just had two seven game series against Chicago and Dallas. Yeah, both of those should have been over in five or yeah, six. Yeah, right. The Blues right. couldn't close it out, and and that was that was the knock on the Blues is that they didn't know how to close series out and get that extra rest, and that's what teams they could have a couple. That's days extra what rest. successful playoff teams do. At this point, we just want the playoffs again. You know? Yeah. God, we'll, if they miss them, we'll we'll get there. Uh, I'm not going to go through those two years in a row. Then hope 98% making the playoffs bullshit that we had last year and this year and then miss it both years. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Yeah. We're making the fucking playoffs this year. <laughs> I want to see some playoff hockey. Or the Blues. burning down those, the Enterprise Center. Good Lord. <laughs> we've had a couple mid-show name changes. Jeez, guys. Uh, Winnington's mask. He admits he was Jake Allen's mask mid-show. Uh, and then uh, 91 Reasons You Lose says he is Rorschach. Uh, he changed his name to his Twitter handle mid-show. Guys, stop changing names. You're driving us crazy here. I, I'm going by the logos. I can uh, the, the avatars. I can. Maybe I'm just dumb and not, I can't look at logos. I can only read I'm a visual. I'm a visual person. Okay. I don't know. At some point. I, I look at myself I a should, lot. I should do the YouTube thing too, but I, I don't. Bill doesn't really pay attention to anything on this show. No. 
He just comes what, here to watch well, hockey. You well, know, I tonight do. I've just been staring in your eyes all night. Do you know what I do? Well, are, are, you, hey are you do you have the are you playing the video or are you pausing it? I have it paused. Okay, me too. I don't want to use it bandwidth. Yeah. yeah I figured it'd be better for the show. Yeah. Yep. Should have asked you that question before. I'm like, make sure. No, no I, I do that at home too. <laughs> we got like paused. four videos streaming here. I get a, I basically get a close up of your face and ah. I keep it paused so I can just stare at it. Uh, 91 reasons you lose. Uh, that's why they need to quit scratching fabs and let him play a stretch of game so he's ready. That's yeah. from an earlier conversation. Oh, okay, can't be worse than Sanford. They were Schwartz. they were talking about yeah. how uh, it was yeah. involving the two centers playing with Tarasenko. Right. Uh, I think uh, ninety one reasons said uh, Fabs was drafted at the center. Whittington said he shouldn't be. He sh- should be a healthy scratch. Ninety reasons says they should play him. Yeah, yeah. He's he has. I wouldn't play him much. Against, who Fabry? I wouldn't play him against uh, Anaheim. Uh, well, I, 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 Sanford's a bigger body. I mean, if you're going for bigger bodies, yeah. <sighs> I still like Sanford. I have a lot. Of, I've seen a lot of people diss on, on him. Well, because no, he's, not, I, he's not producing I, as much as he used to. Well, I think he's still playing. Well. I no, right. I, I think he's been playing okay. I, you you put him with the same. I think he, he's the kind of guy that's going to benefit from continuity of line mates. Yeah, you don't shift them around. He's been shifting a lot, right? You know, you, I have you, no, I have noticed he's been making a lot of mistakes. I, I, yeah, I look at my own, like, God damn that it. that high and wide shot uh, in the game, the Dallas game on Saturday. Just like he, he, there was no reason for him to one time that puck. He was so far deep. Like, and usually I'm the guy that's yelling shoot. You know, that, that, <laughs> You're the, the guy. Right? That's you. <laughs> but in that case, there was no reason. Like he, it was. It just seemed like an odd time to to go for a one timer and shot five feet high and five feet wide. Just uh, settle down. Hmm. Um, uh, we I have not had anybody join us yet. Join we're, us, folks. I mean, if we you want, we got a bunch of people there in the chat. If you want to join us, join us. If not, we're gonna sign off here in a minute. Yeah, so. I have to go clean up dog shit. <laughs> Man, is that a euphemism? No, no, it is. It is. <laughs> it's a, an analogy. It is a literalism. <laughs> here is the text. He pooped two more times, and when I was cleaning up, the other dog hiked his leg and pissed. <laughs> so this is what I get to go home to. Uh, puppies. Jeez, mm. what a life! Yeah, you know that uh, audio clip I was looking for last week that I couldn't find. Mm-hmm. Over to Klingberg on the rush. Klingberg shot, love handle. Whoopsie, barely, and the whistle goes as goaltender Jake Allen made a mess of that wrister. <laughs> <laughs> That's Daryl Ray, right? He's, yeah, oh, God, I think so. I love Daryl Ray. Yeah, he's good. Uh, He's always got a thesaurus by his side every game. Did you know that? Yeah. He's, I love he, it. He, he's not afraid to use the big words. No. Uh. <laughs> that's funny. He's not afraid to use big words. No, he, he's great. I mean, that's uh, even Pang and uh, Pang made a joke to Kelly you know, that you got to bust up big words, big fella. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Daryl Ray, man, he's he's unbelievable. When um, uh, the man that just passed away. Dave Strader. Dave Strader. Dave Strader. was great. Uh, but when he was going through his chemo, he switched from color commentator to play-by-play. And was that is, brilliant. Yeah, right. that it, is that's hard to do. Hard as fuck to do. I've and never... Uh, did it seamlessly. I, I didn't... I mean, I always knew... I always figured it was really hard to do, but I, but 
when I was up in the uh, the press box wa- with Kerber watching him watching him call a game in, in like in person, uh, I'm watching the game and watching him call it and listening to him. It was just impressive. It was uh, you don't it doesn't seem I mean maybe it seems impressive on the radio to hear the game and and or on TV. On TV you don't have to call it like you do on the radio. On TV uh, radio could be more more specific and more uh, descriptive, but. Uh, Watching him call that game, it was a Blues Blackhawks game. Was just like, wow, that looks difficult, mm-hmm. and he's doing a great job. It's so unbelievable. That, that was impressive. Yeah, I mean, I remember going back to when I was a kid playing playing the uh, games on the Genesis and, uh, and calling the play by play. Yep, as it went along, uh, that was that was one of my dream jobs. I wanted to be Dan Kelly. Oh yeah, and and just keeping up with a video game was tough to do. <laughs> Tried to do it live. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I used to turn down the the TV on my uh, whenever the Blues were playing, and I would call the game. My dad every now and then would would mute it and say, "All right, Jeff, take over play by play." And <laughs> yeah. oh god, it was so I mean so hard. I don't know how those guys do it. And uh, we talked to Cristiano about it. He's uh you know he's he's a guy that does some hockey broadcasting. It is so difficult. And, uh, you know, even baseball, like I know I have a friend who's done, uh, minor league baseball and he said the biggest problem with it, cause he's done basketball too. He's like, basketball it's nonstop. You're, you know, up and down the court, you're calling pass, pass, shot, pass, pass, shot. Baseball, there's so much in between time that they have to <laughs> have 90% so- vamping. Exactly. They, they have to have so many notes. And when you're a minor league guy, like you don't get the the analytics that the MLB does. So like, you really got to come up with stuff that you can talk about between pitches. Between, I mean, it's crazy to think about how hard these jobs can be. Sweet sassy molassy. Ninety one reasons adds uh, Sanford just doesn't look like he's putting in the effort recently. Too much coasting, not enough battling. Mm. I just think he's uh, – and the battling thing might be a reason to – turning the puck over center, not making the, the, the crisp plays. Uh, he just seems to not have that drive that he had. Um, not that he's playing awful, but he does, he's not at the level he was. Yeah, I agree. So. I think, well, shit, I think that's a lot of the team, though, especially after the – after playing so many fucking games in a short period of time, I, I really felt like, you know, the last couple of games, it's been like a decompression period. Like, in, would you, would you put Fabry in for, uh, for, uh, Sanford? Yeah. Tomorrow? One of, one of, uh, one of these games you have to. And I wouldn't be against that. I mean, I, I think I'd rather do it against LA. I'd be fine with it too. You play yeah. Sanford against Anaheim and Fabry against LA. I'd rather put him in for Maroon every fucking night. Oh, yeah. That's just <laughs> me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. or put Sanford on the fourth line of just. Right. Dish I was actually thinking that you throw Sanford on that fourth line. I think and then, he and would look good and then put Fabry on the what third line. Yeah, I, I, that but that works for me. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, I guess we're gonna shut her down. What choice do we have, Earl? <laughs> None. <laughs> <laughs> that should be our closing bit. That should the be. Brian Regan uh, monster truck pull. <laughs> oh, the flop calls are burning and smoking. <laughs> and if that didn't work out, so shut her down. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I guess that will do it for this week's show. Next week, what's the schedule like next week? Um, schedule, schedule, schedule. We got, I've closed my... Uh, Wednesday is an uh, open night, so maybe a show Wednesday. Yeah, it usually works pretty yeah. good. That's cool with me. Blues play. I uh, think a couple people uh, that I've been speaking with, radio guys, are wanting to come on. Oh, cool. Radio, Crunch time. Radio? Crunch time sure. with Joe Hamilton and somebody else. So they want to come on the important time of the season, the down the stretch. Yes, of course. Of <laughs> course. <laughs> <laughs> and down the stretch they come. When do they play next week? Uh, they play Tuesday. Arizona on Tuesday, and they play uh, Thursday in Ottawa, and then Saturday at Pittsburgh, and then Sunday in Buffalo. Another back-to-back night. I don't know why that bothers me, but it Can't does. Can't get away from it. Uh, Pittsburgh and Buffalo are the last back-to-backs in March, Fuck. and that's la- yeah, last of the season. Nothing in April. Thank Christ. Yeah, <laughs> why do we done. have to get Pittsburgh on a back-to-back? I mean, uh, it's, the, I it's the front end. Buffalo is the second game. Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. Hmm. Buffalo what, sucks right let's now. see what Starter Hutton has in I, store for I, us. I'm, I'm giddy. I've, I like Hutton, but... I'm giddy about Buffalo dropping like a rock, yeah, because of all the talk all the when the Blues were about last overall and shit talking O'Reilly with uh, Sabres fans, how they were first overall for a day, yeah, in the East, I think it was, um, or first in their division one, and they and they just dropped. Oh, yeah, I think they were in the East. Oof, was it? In the East. I don't think it was in the East because I think okay. Tampa was still ahead. Yeah. Of so, but they, and they dropped, and then the Blues took off, and like they they just cross each other in the standings, and um, now it's the other way around, and you don't hear anything, obviously, from Buffalo fans. I'm just kind of giddy about it. Crickets. They're gonna miss the playoffs again this year. That's pretty nice. Uh, so, ninety-one reasons ask, uh, what is vamping? I've heard that term several <laughs> times now over the past week. <laughs> Filling uh, dead air. Yeah. So when uh, when one of us is looking something up, and we're in like mid conversation. Oh boy, wait a minute, wait a minute. We got to fill some time here. Vamp, vamp. Talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, it means come up with something to talk about. Uh, You've probably, the one that I always think of is David Letterman. His vamp was always, uh, eh, 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 eh. he would just start making noises. So if you ever watched Letterman, that was him vamping. Uh, And then uh, Winnington's Mask, I'll be bringing my own laptop for the analytics. See you next week, boys. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Bring it on, Winnington. Do you get a good cup of coffee? You should just join the show, just like remotely, and just like sit there with the with the and the text open, the chat open. Yeah, there you go. And just send us stats in the, in the chat. It would be best if we had a guy who like wasn't even listening to the show, just sending us random stats. <laughs> yeah, this just in. Uh, fourteen people uh, got sick yesterday. Uh, <laughs> e. coli uh, in Southern California. <laughs> what are the kind of stats you want? Now there's a romaine lettuce recall. <laughs> Ninety-one reasons says he's uh, looking forward to it. I'd like to come on the show, guys, but I don't know how. I'm old. Oh. Um. Kurt's old. I always expect everyone's young like us. I'm not old. I'm older. It's only 68. You're the oldest. I'm the oldest. I am not. Well, uh, really, um, all you got to do is uh, download an app and get a microphone and earbuds. You're not old. You were on the show last week. No, that's not him. Oh, it's not him? Oh, that's right. No. That's right. That's right. That's right. So 
Yeah, if well, it's twi- it's pretty easy. Twi- I mean, if you're on Twitter, you know, you can get the link from Twitter. Um, follow the account. We post the the link to actually join the show. You click on it and you're there. There's not much yeah. to it. You uh, might have to download a a, a plugin a plugin for Google Hangout. Maybe, um, maybe, yeah. but it's a it's maybe. And, I haven't done it in a long time, but and the pro tip so that. We're not getting the feedback. Headphones. Is headphones. Yes. Wear headphones because then you, we won't hear ourselves talking to speakers on like a second and a half delay or whatever. It's, it's, kind is, of, it's it, annoying. It, you cannot keep up with yourself. No, you can't think. You're listening to yourself and it's, yeah. So, yeah, just put some headphones on. Especially when you hate the sound of your own voice. Yeah. Click the link and, it's, I mean, if they ask you to download a plugin, download it and then just run it and play. And it's it's pretty easy, I think. Yeah. Oh, what about that? This game is in Boston. Oh yeah, that was a sweet goal there to win yeah, it. But by Crutchy. Carolina wearing they had the, the Carolina the Whalers yeah. jerseys. Carolina's wearing the, the in Whalers. New England. Columbus. I didn't it. see the outcome of this game. Who won this game? Columbus Panarin New Jersey wins it. Oh, sneaky! Did they play uh, Bobrovsky or did they play Kincaid? Uh, Probably Bobrovsky. Fail. Oh, oh great save by Grace. It almost went in. No, yeah. no, it didn't. There it goes. Um, so wins it. Columbus is now in the playoffs. All right. They are, until they, they until hold... Montreal wins. Right. Yeah. What? What's the score of the game? 2-0. Two, 2-0? Two nil. Two nil? Yeah. So Montreal would then have 79 points and then jump two points ahead of Columbus. But I guess Columbus has a tie break right now currently. Mm-mm-mm. I'm telling you, I'm rooting against Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> That's, see the world burn. that's the kind of dick you are. I want to see the world burn. I'm just, yeah. Uh, but I, partially because, you know, oh, Panarin, oh, you, you want to come to St. Louis? Okay, fuck you and your team. I missed the playoffs. <laughs> That'll do it for this week's show. I think we've stretched it out as long as we can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, for uh, Welcome again to the studio. Of course. The, the, my office uh, this evening. If uh, you listeners would like to pay my gas for me to come every week, <laughs> I would be glad to do that. <laughs> uh, this, was a, this was a joy. It was. Uh, for Jeff Ponder and Bill Day, I'm Kurt Price. That will conclude this week's broadcast of Let's Go Blues Radio. Until next time, everyone, let's go blues. Oh, fuck. Let's go blues. <laughs> let's go blues and blue jackets. Uh, the Chiefs are at home tonight against Cyanusport at the War Memorial at 8. Good seats are still available. A look at sports. I think that went very well. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers. Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. St. <laughs> Louis Blues. St. Louis Blues. Have you heard the news about us? St. Louis Blues. Only just begun, they're on their way to number one. Now there's no more blues for our St. Louis Blues. The blues are on the ice tonight again. They're rough and tough and got the stuff to win. They'll always get one more, no matter what the score. They are quite a hockey team, my friends.